Hello and good evening, everyone. Welcome to this week's new episode of Primetime Gaming with Mr. Boomstick and Friends. And yes, ladies and gentlemen, for the first time in many weeks, the entire PG uh, crew is here or PTG crew is here. We have breaking news. Phil Spencer's interview just went live on YouTube. I got six or seven quotes that we're going to be debating, we're going to be talking about that really... Um, you know, really ask the question, why now, Phil? Why was this interview set up? Well, I'll tell you why, folks. And uh, everyone Saga has something that he's going to say about that. But I think that what, what we can see happening here, based on what happened earlier in the week, is that uh, Saudi Arabia approved this deal. They gave it the thumbs up. They said they found nothing wrong. And uh, what we all suspected was that the dominoes were going to start to drop. And uh, what Phil Spencer had to say, and again, I will read those quotes live on the air once we get into the show, are indicative of what to expect in the coming weeks, coming months. Uh, I, I'm still I'm still staking my my pole in the ground, and uh, and I do think this gets done before Black Friday, but other people have other opinions. Uh, and of course, we're going to talk about what what what, in my opinion, folks was one of the best shows of the year. Uh, I, I enjoyed Keeley's show so much that I ran through it twice. Um, I have a couple of games that completely blew me out of the water that I didn't Talk expect to it, see. Man. I Talk mean, it. it was... And what could we say? The Blue Bomber has returned in kind, and Sonic Frontiers, ladies and gentlemen, is probably going to be in my top 10, and I haven't even played it yet. It, it, I mean, I was incredibly excited. Let's get to the introductions uh, Mag should be here momentarily, but Kay Asante, let's get you in on how are you feeling, brother? Welcome back. We have a lot to get into. I, I, I'm I'm disappointed in you, Boom. How much did did Mr. Everborn Saga pay you to just give that monologue? That about, fifty about cents Sonic? check, Bazzanti. Oh, come to on now, okay. come on now. <laughs> <laughs> Welcome everybody. No, it, it, I'm very excited to be here. Taste. <laughs> <laughs> come on now, for, for that much, uh, for, for that much uh, uh, appreciation, it should have been more than fifty cents, maybe a dollar. Let's let let's move forward. No, <laughs> I, I enjoyed the show like quite 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 a lot myself. It's really great to be here with you guys it's been too long the yeah. whole crew is here this is great this is awesome it's been too long great to see you guys you know sometimes you know life happens but here we are we're all back together again i, I appreciate seeing all of you guys and looking forward to hearing what you guys think about what 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 what's been going down and some of the games we've been playing and things like that so i'm excited to be here let's go yeah me too uh and uh what let, let's crispy bomb i know that you are gonna have a lot of spicy opinions did you watch the show? What'd you think? And how the heck are you? Show is good. I'd give it an eight. Nice. Strong, strong, it was, it's a strong, strong opinion. It's it, it's good. So I don't know. Like we're going into uh, a, a time where there's a lull from what certain people talk about. But I don't know. I see a lot of games chilling out there and they'll <laughs> be there real soon. And y'all need to pay attention. But other than that, let's get into it. Nice, nice. And 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 making his grandest return, the guy, the man with the best beard in the business, the Viking, Viking himself, Wandering Dutch. Welcome back, brother. How are you? How you feeling? Hello. Yes. Welcome. Welcome. Uh, it's good to be back. Good to be back. Needed a much, a much needed break, but uh, I am, I am back once again. 
Uh, I didn't watch the show live yesterday, but I did get a chance to catch up on the trailers. A um, lot of awesome stuff happened at Gamescom. Um, well, at least opening like live anyway. Yes. Uh, and my most one of my most anticipated games this year also got um, the most anticipated PC game of the show, uh, and that was Metal Hellsinger. So, dude, I am, uh, I, I, I'm glad that, that that she won the award. I was hoping that they would show some uh, some gameplay when she was up there. But that, I, I I think that's I mean she had, that's a small team. It's a small team yeah. making that. That game is. I played the demo. It's it's. It's, awesome, it's incredible. Right? It's incredible. It's 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 crazy that it's taken this long in gaming to get a game based on heavy metal music, right? I mean, it's yeah. it's it's the closest we've ever gotten to something like that is the Doom soundtracks because the Doom soundtracks are just freaking fire. So yeah, uh, yeah, that's good. Uh, we also saw, <laughs> and we're not going so much. I mean, you could talk about it if you want, folks. There there was some clowning going on during the awards when. The game that's coming into launching into Xbox Game Pass won the the most anticipated PlayStation Award. I don't know how these awards are done, but listen, it won the award. Congratulations to Lies of P. Uh, and uh, that's coming into Game Pass. And my God, that's a big get. Like that, whoever uh, was instrumental in getting that um, game that's that has a very bloodborne type of feeling to it. That give that person a raise because that's a big one. Uh, and Game Pass Day and Date is just huge. But we're going to get to you, uh, in a second, Wandering Dutch Everborn Saga. What's going on, brother? You and I had a conversation early this morning, and what's happening? I know you can't wait to get into today's topics. No, I can't, man. Listen, uh, I know you're asking everybody about that show. I thought that was the best gaming showcase this year. 100% me wrong. Yeah, no, yeah, I Everybody complaining about it is just a bunch of whiny little bitches. I'm yeah, sorry. Yeah, I'm, listen, I don't know I what you can complain. No, look, look, let, let, let's. I don't mean to start off with the spice, right? <laughs> you don't but, really. <laughs> but I, love I challenge anyone who says the show was mid. By the way, very original calling something mid. I challenge anyone to tell me they can't pick five games that they were not highly anticipated for that. Dude, I could I, I could have picked 20 games. Listen, listen. Were you Come not on. highly anticipating Hogwarts Legacy? Yes. Were you not yeah. highly anticipating? I mean, some people are hit and miss on Gotham Knights. I'm highly anticipating. Dude, I can't wait Gotham for that Knights. game. And and but I'm not, but 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 what about Callisto Protocol? Oh, dude, so good. Because we can so keep doing this, and 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 the point is. Everything people say they want about a show, because you haven't noticed this, this is a trend, right? People said, oh, um, hey, Xbox, stop showing a bunch of games that's so far out. Show us gameplay. And then they didn't show games far out and then showed gameplay, including AAA games. Uh, and we were all upset, myself included, right? Now they say, I want new reveals, because that was the problem with the Xbox show. We want new reveals. How many new announcements and IPs did you see here? Boat loads. Never saw before. So you and, and and all across the board, I saw at least twelve games day one, and I can list them off if you want. Yeah, we're, 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 gonna, we're actually we are going to get in that to the second yes, half. Okay, of the show. I'm, I'm I am putting the heart cart before the horse, but the point is, the show is great, and I'm looking at you sideways 
if you if you if you call the show a zero out of ten or a four out. I I, I can't re- I I can't I can't respect your opinion or, or take your opinion seriously if you gave the show a five. Like I I just couldn't because then you're not a gamer. Like you just don't like games. I, I don't know what to tell you. But uh, Mag is back as well. Mag, <laughs> yes, I am, on, brother. Listen, uh, you know, welcome back and how are things? How you been doing, man? Well, I gotta tell you, I've been one busy cat. There's no question there. So uh, it's great to be back. And uh, don't make me start singing "Reunited" from Peaches and Cream, because you know that could that that, that could <laughs> oh get a st- so that could get a little steamy. Yeah. All right. Yeah, but anyways, <laughs> see you see what happens. You start singing that. You start saying that. Everybody starts singing it. Anyways, great to be back, guys. Uh, uh, boom! It's been amazing. Uh, you held my spot for me. Uh, but I gotta tell you, boom! I got my hype levels are through the roof. Uh, especially after that Gamescom for a Gamescom that I wasn't even remotely interested in. I had people hitting me up saying, dude, you could watch it, bro. You could watch it, dude. You could watch it. And I'm like, no. And then all of a sudden I'm hearing all these amazing things and I'm like, what did I miss? So anyways, I got to say, I went back. I looked at Plague Tale, High on Life, Lies of P, Sonic, Sonic, Sonic Frontiers. Well, I'll tell you what, uh, man, you got to love the old hedgehog. Sure. Well, that's right, Boom. And if you haven't had any, if you have anyone in your life that's loving your hedgehog, let me tell you something. You better get manscaped. That's right, Mag. And you know what? Why bother telling lies of penis about your <laughs> privates when you could make sure that you have it clean and a presentable package? So next time you're about to shred through your lady's frontier with your hedgehog, make sure you have manscaped for a smooth ride. Boom. Tell all the fine people about the nice promo code that you can get and all the products you can get from manscaped. Well, listen, gamers, if you want to have your privates prim and proper, you got to go to manscaped.com. Check out the lawnmower 4.0 with the safe skin technology. Check out the weed whacker and also the Manscaped boxers 2.0 with, of course, the special jewel pouch. And you can do that at manscaped.com. And when you're there, if you want to save 20% and get free shipping off your total order, all you have to do is type in the promo code DBG20 at checkout and you will save 20% and get free shipping. Ladies and gentlemen, that has been another uh, Primetime Gaming sponsored, of course, by Manscaped.com. Big shout out to them. Uh, We're going to be doing this for the next couple of weeks, which is awesome. But listen, (laughs) let's rip the Band-Aid right off and get into... Even when I know it's coming, y'all still get me. I'm sorry. (laughs) Hey, I've been sitting on that one for about five days, and I'm like, I got to release this one now, because as soon as that lies a P in the Sonic... I'm like, thank the Lord Sonic Frontier showed up. I and had the next to make a time somebody Sonic sits on it, hopefully it'll be nice and shaved. Oh, <laughs> oh fantastic. And by the way, uh, <laughs> shout out to the chat who's absolutely loving it. I'm seeing a lot of laughy faces in there. So yeah, that's, that's good, good guys. That's good Let's stuff. get into that's this. Good stuff. Listen, okay, ladies and gentlemen, um, you know, when I write these shows, I originally was going to use the uh, today's platform to talk about uh, Gamescom, which we're going to get to. We're going to give our top five games, our game of the show, all of the good stuff. But, of course... With anything, what continues to dominate the conversation, ladies and gentlemen, is, of course, the ABK deal. And it started very early this week when uh, Saudi Arabia was one of the first regulatory uh, bodies to uh, to give uh, this deal for Microsoft the thumbs up. Uh, A lot of people thought that it was a bit of a blip on the map. I am here to tell you that Saudi Arabia is not only uh, extremely stingy when it comes to deals like this, they look through these these things with a fine-tooth comb. Having them approve this 
is a big deal. Don't let anyone tell you otherwise. And thanks to uh, thanks to uh, many, many people that reach out to me, more specifically Fuzzy Belvedere, who was on an impromptu Monday Xbox Factor podcast to speak specifically about that. He dropped some major knowledge bombs regarding how stout this is for the deal, how important in, in a much bigger scope that, that, you know, again, someone approved it and they do a lot of big business with the U.S., and this is a big deal. But what we have to talk about, ladies and gentlemen, is after Phil Spencer initially announced that they were going to purchase uh, ABK for near $70 billion. Uh, and he did a couple of interviews talking about, you know, Call of Duty staying multi-plat. And there were going to be there were going to be several games that 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 if they live on PlayStation, they're not being taken away. And he's been radio silence ever since because right now they have to be really careful with the regulators, uh, and they, they didn't want to take a chance of you know having this deal hindered in any way because it is a monster, monumental deal for Microsoft. It is the biggest deal in history for the company. It is going to put the think about this for a second, folks. And this is where it starts to get a bit real. When you think of Microsoft prior to everything that that Xbox has done in recent years, you think Windows, you think Surface. They're they're a software company. You think that they they make they make software. That's what Microsoft does. At any given point before Microsoft and Phil Spencer, more specifically, when he was given the head position uh, that he currently has, they were looked as as not even like the the little brother. They were looked at, they they were looked upon as oh the friend of the friend of Joe, right? That because you know they almost the Xbox division almost died if it wasn't for 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 uh, Phil Spencer getting in there and pitching this incredible idea and dream to Satya and Nadala, right? Once this deal is done, folks, they are going to be as important to Microsoft nearly as half. I mean, like they're going to be as important to Microsoft as Windows is. Think about that. Just think about how crazy that is. A video game division is going to be as important as the same company that puts out Windows 11. That is bonkers. But I have... And I'm going to go first to Everborn because he has a lot to say about this. But I, I, I want – first of all, I pulled the article from Bloomberg.com. Um, and uh, I'm going to read a couple of quotes from it. I'm not going to read all the quotes because I'm going to come back around to each individual person, and I'll give you one of the quotes that he said. But according to the article, it says this. Microsoft, Microsoft Corp's uh, uh, Corporation's Phil Spencer, chief executive offer, uh, officer of gaming, said he's encouraged – by the progress made in discussions with the regulator, uh, uh, examining uh, the regulators examining the software giant's near seventy billion acquisition of Activision Blizzard Incorporated, and this is the first quote from uh, Papa Phil or Phil Dominus Maximus Aurelius Spencer, according to King David. I feel good about the progress that we are that we've been making, but I go into the process supportive of people who maybe aren't as close. To the gaming industry asking good hard questions about what our what is our intent what does this mean if you play if you play it out over five years is this constricting the market is it growing a market spencer said in an interview with emily chang for bloomberg studio 1.0 uh, and of course that broadcast right now ladies and gentlemen 
is available on YouTube. Go to Bloomberg. You can watch it right there. Well, and this is don't go right now. No, well, well don't go after. Go yeah, after. Go after. Yeah, <laughs> let me let, let, let me let me rephrase that because we have um we have a lot of people here, almost three hundred people, which is bonkers. Um, here's another quote from Phil, uh, and and it's a very very genuine quote uh, uh, a quote from him. He says, "I've never done." A $70 billion deal. So I don't know what my confidence means. I will say the discussions we've been having seem positive. I will never run an organization that has unions in it. But what, well, but what I can say in working through this is that we recognize workers' needs to feel safe and heard and compensated fairly in order to do great work. We definitely see a need to support these workers in in the outcomes that we that, that we want to have. So, okay, that, that, there's a lot to break down here. I'm interested to hear what Everborn did. Now, Everborn, we had a conversation earlier today, and you said that there was a lot of minutia to this. What 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 are your thoughts on this? What is Phil telling the interviewer? And more more specifically, what is he saying to the industry? Okay, so firstly, before we get to what, what Phil's saying, because I feel like it's the, the article, it's, it, it's good reporting and it's, it's accurate quotes, but I feel like if you watch the video and they, they've been releasing like two minute like bits of it. Mm-hmm. So there's, there's, there's two things. One is the, what's the status of the deal? The, well, three things. Other is what's the status of Activision and how they're going to clean it up? And, you know, the question of, of exclusivity. So uh, I want to tackle the first part uh, first, which is the, the deal status. I do not think it is a coincidence that we're seeing Phil come out and speak about this now after Saudi Arabia has yep. approved the deal. I and agree. Warren Buffett has more than, I think, tripled his uh, stake in Activision. As really? Yes. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Yes. That was reported. Uh, not know that. Yeah, that was reported last week. He. he, he I didn't. He, I missed that. Yeah. Yeah. He went from like nine hundred million or something like that to six billion. So that's more than triple. That's like. Oh. Six oh okay. So, it's, yeah. uh, so I don't think that's happening for no reason. Um, and uh, and the reason I say that is if you've paid attention, Phil came out and initially announced the deal. Yes, And then as it relates to the deal, he basically went into witness protection, has not said anything about it, it. and it was all up to the lawyers. We saw Brad Smith coming. Nobody knew who Brad Smith was before this whole Activision uh, deal, and then he's all over the place talking about it. They're making articles about it. Phil, silence. Mum's the word. So now when things are moving along, I think Phil is out there. Because the end is not. Mm, indeed it right? is. And, and, I, and I think, uh, you know, and news came out, right, um, maybe like a month ago, saying that, um, you know, Microsoft potentially believes, if, if the leak is to be true, wh- whoever heard this, uh, Microsoft believes that they've provided the FTC with all the information. And again, it's not just the FTC. We saw that because, you know, Saudi Arabia has to approve uh, but we know that the UK says that they have to make a decision by September 1st. That's correct. Right? Yes. What's today? Uh, today's the 24th, if I'm not mistaken. August That's a week away. Right? Yeah, uh, we... we know that, that, that uh, Microsoft, at the end of last month, 
said that they provided the FTC with all the, the documents, or at least that's what was reported. And if that reporting is to be believed, then the FTC is either going to try to extend the time or they're going to move to block it. And they've been very silent on that. Right. So um, I, I just don't think I don't think you're seeing Phil for no reason. And in case there is a case that that the FTC wants to make, uh, I think Phil is out there to say, here's this on the public record of us saying we want more people to play. So on what grounds do you block this thing? You, even though it wasn't your purview, you said workers. So the union just recommended the deal, right? So the CWA, right? Uh, you say that uh, you're concerned about, you know, um, you know, using Call of Duty to bully your way around the market. We're going to keep it multi-platform. Yep. Right. So, um, you know, you say, um, you know, are you going to be a monopoly? No, because we would still be in third place. Yep, that's correct. So in any event, uh, I think they're covering all their bases, and I don't think Phil would be out there unless they felt like it was going to close soon. So maybe we do see this thing this year. Maybe we do see this thing um, in time for, I don't know, when does COD come out? Isn't kind of October? October, yeah. No, yeah. no, not that fast. Uh, maybe not. We'll see. Um, no, I, I listen. But, I, I said this to you earlier. I, I think this gets done before Black Friday. I, I really do. It's going to get done, but to make moves in the actual like Game Pass or anything like that or whatever, it's not going to move that quickly. I think. I think after the uh, midterms are over, this thing's a done deal. Right, the midterms are early November. Yep. Hundred so, percent. So I suspect. I suspect the end. Of, I suspect they're doing all the hooting and hollering, and then you just find out they're closing this deal. Now, on to the second piece. What has everyone been talking about today as it relates to exclusives? Anybody tell me? Everybody's quoting Phil Spencer. Where he about says, the third-party stuff. Yes. Yeah. Yeah. Oh, yeah, yeah. Everybody yeah, thinks, yeah. oh, Ridiculous. they're going to go and they're going to become a third-party publisher. So dumb. Right? And the thing is, um, you know, and I, I want to read that quote, right? And I, I think you read it a little bit, but I'll, I'll, I'll come back because th- there's a, a part, that, a sentence that I feel like no one's paying attention to. So he, in, in the, this is the quote from the article, and I'm going to talk about the video after. So uh, maybe uh, you happen in your household to buy an Xbox and I buy a PlayStation and our kids want to play together and they can't because they bought the wrong piece of plastic to plug into their television, he said. Well, <clears throat> we really love to be able to bring more players uh, in, reducing friction, making people feel safe, secure uh, when they're playing and allowing them to find their friends and play with their friends, regardless of what device. Now, here's the important part. Everybody listen to this. Uh, I think in the long term that it is good for this industry And maybe in the short term, there's some people in some companies that don't love it. Who do we think that some people in some companies are? I'm going to say that's probably (laughs) PlayStation. Okay. Okay. So, 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 so this is the, this is the, 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 the key point here, right? People are saying that he thinks exclusives are going away. That's not really what he said. They're talking about, he was talking about tying a game a game to a single device. When was the last time Microsoft tied a game to a device? A single yeah. device. 
I don't know, dude. It's right. I saw your been tweet earlier. Since uh, Everborn. But, no. you, there's no answer to that because they didn't. They haven't. Right. It's been many it's years. It's been accessible yeah. across the board. But who has tied yeah. content to Nintendo Sony? Piece of plastic. So I would. I, it's very clear to me when I read that that he is he he's more referring to the Final Fantasies than he mm-hmm. is to the yep. uh, Elder Scrolls. Hundred Yeah. Yep. Right. So so. Um, that is what that is what he he's talking about. He is talking about other people. Some, he's talking about some people in some companies locking things down to a specific device. He's also talking about crossplay on why Timmy's mom and his kid uh, can't play games together. Now, but that's because the, Sony charges developers for crossplay, and that's what he's trying to to well, get. There you go. So, so, so what you uh, so so Everborn, what you're saying is basically he came out here and and in the nicest way possible said, "Ladies and gentlemen, we solved the money hat problem." Yeah, listen, that that's, that's what, really he's saying. what he's saying, or 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 else, mm. <laughs> right? Now, now again, uh, another thing that I posted today was, "Do not let flowery words distract you when the the dagger is still headed for your ribcage." <laughs> right? Because this is what's happening, right? Now, if if you guys, when you watch this interview later, you know what you're going to see Phil Spencer say when directly asked? And this is was left out in all of the articles or the people quoting these articles, right? Um, he was directly asked, will Call of Duty be on PlayStation in perpetuity? He said, first of all, he refused to answer the question. And he says he doesn't know. He didn't know what platforms would, would mean 10 years ago, which is That's not right. an answer. And, and, he, and if you well, knew it was going to be oh, there. Well, hold on, hold on, hold on. Come on now. Let's be fair. His answer to that question was, and even he said it wasn't nefarious, but 10 years ago when you said what a platform Remember was. Remember that dagger I was you telling you about? When you define that today, that's different, right? Remember the dagger I was telling you about? Where's the okay. dagger? Now, uh-huh. now, 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 the thing is, right? He was not definitive about that. Do, and I do, feel like do that's you something do you mean this kind of a about. dagger? Oh, that's boy. exactly the kind of dagger. I mean. Damn, now, he's, energy, all right. the energy now, sword dagger. Yeah, that that's what <laughs> that's what Papa Phil's carrying. Now, now the the other thing I want to point out <laughs> is that he very explicitly said, in the long term, all of us, Sony, Nintendo, ourselves, we want more people to play. We have the same ultimate goal, right? But in the near term. If someone walks into a store and they have five hundred dollars, they're probably going to leave with a switch. But barring they don't buy a switch, those were his words, not mine. Uh, barring they don't buy a switch, they're going to have to choose between the PlayStation and the Xbox, and that is where competition comes in. Yes. So if you think they're going to roll over on the and 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 belt go belly up and and say it's all hugs and kisses and kumbaya, I think you're going to be sadly mistaken. He specifically said, "In this, like, competition is a thing, and for people that have to choose, um, you have to make a better product." Yep. So again, uh, I, I know people are running with certain things, but watch the actual interview, and even if you don't have time for that, read the article and see. Just look. Context is everything. That's all I'm saying for now. Well, I mean, listen, you you made a lot of great points, and timing is fact is everything and this comes at a perfect time uh Asante, you know we were talking with dutch and crispy bomb uh before we went live I, and i want to just grab your your ear and and find out what what you what your take is this because 
you know, we both believe that the dominoes are started to begin to fall. Uh, it's only a matter of days, potentially, maybe by the end of the week. Maybe we hear something over the weekend because one of the countries, it's Sunday for us, but it's Monday for them. I, I think we're going to start seeing there's going to be there's going to be a conversation to be had almost every week when a, th- a second and a third and a fourth uh, governmental uh, entity says, yes, we're, we're passing the deal. And, and, and at that point, like I said, Phil, Phil Spencer and the entire team have done everything from what we understand, right? We understand that they have given the FTC literally everything. Uh, there's no way that you can say that this deal is somehow hindering competition, specifically when new studios of former heads of studios are opening up them left and right. It, it, it's 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 absolutely insane how many studios are putting out right now as we speak mm-hmm. indie, single, double, and triple A games, oh, and yeah. a lot of these are uh, these these new studios that are being built almost on a weekly basis are all started. They worked for Activision, they worked for Sony, they worked for yep. here, they worked for there. That, so that kills that, that narrative that, of, that of uh, monopolistic behavior, right? Now absolutely, the only absolutely. thing yeah. that I have seen that is is a fact. And listen, folks, the reality is this. Someone had put in in the chat, and I, I'm so sorry that I don't remember who it was, uh, about two or three days ago. It might have even been last week. Sony, without Call of Duty, Sony's going to lose $150 to $200 million of microtransactions. And guess what, so, folks? That's fact. Because, like I said, once Call of Duty goes on the box, whatever box that is for Xbox, whether that's a, a handheld, whether that's the puck, whether that's on the S or the X, once Call of Duty goes on there, I am telling you, and this is a this is a million dollar marketable idea that I will not get credit for. Play the new Call of Duty for as low as five dollars a month through the Xbox Game Pass family plan. I am telling you, I have literally written the script for Microsoft and will get no credit for it. Once that happens, ladies and gentlemen, I don't care how much you love Sony. I don't care if you think Sony's games are the greatest things in sliced bread. It's going to be a really tough act to ask someone to pay Call of Duty for the PlayStation 5 for $76.43 if you live in New York when you can play for as low as 5 bucks on the other guy's box. Oh, yeah. Oh, but yeah. please continue. No, I, I 100% agree. And I agree with you know everything that's been said so far, you know, uh, ever, ever born, you know, you, you clown him, but the man's got a point. You know, you, we, see, we see the tea leaves. He's reading them right. You know, uh, I will equate that, you know, people asking why is all of a sudden Phil Spencer showing up? I'll equate that to when it, every time you see like a, a tech presentation, they follow the same exact model. Right? Actually, we you said this earlier. Please, uh, I did say that again because they follow the exact genius. same model, and it doesn't yeah. matter what which which tech presentation we're talking about here. Microsoft could be showing something off. Think of the last time you saw an Apple presentation. What happens? You first see the CEO. He comes. He tells you about everything they're going to do and everything you're going to see and how amazing everything is. Then he leaves, and then all of his his underlings come and give you the details on this piece of hardware or this piece of software or this or that. And then at the end, when you're, when you're ready for the price and you see everything else, what happens? That CEO comes back on stage to summarize what you've just seen. To close To close deal. it out. Indeed, good sir. So when you see Phil Spencer once again doing the rounds, what's he doing? It is the beginning of the end. That's right. That's what we're doing, right? Now, to those who say, oh, well, you know, Saudi Arabia rubber stamp, this and that and the other, 
I won't argue with you whether they are altruistic or they're, they are, they take it seriously or they don't or whatever. I will also tell you that it stands, it stands to benefit Saudi Arabia that this deal go through. I, I think the, there are certain, certain reports that said something like $400 million or something of Saudi Arabian money is tied up in this deal. So if it goes through, they get, they get their, their, their piece of that pie out of it as well. So all that, you know, if you call it shadiness, all of that, you know, red flags being pointed, I will say this. For those who don't think that this is important, you haven't been paying attention. Yep. In yeah, all avenues. Mm-hmm. Yes. In all avenues. There's, there's, there, the, the world is carved up in multiple places, right? And America has intrinsic interests in all these various locations. And as such, they have partners in those locations. In the Arabic world, their big partner is Saudi Arabia. They they are tied at the hip. You know, they both need each other in all aspects. We won't go into politics, but that that it matters there as well in all aspects. Where Saudi Arabia goes, so goes America and vice versa. And, and I'll just say this and then I'll keep it moving. So for those who know, you know. They need each other so much so that when one does something bad, the other one looks at him with a side eye but does nothing about it. Because they need each other. That is America and Saudi Arabia. Okay? So, if Saudi Arabia wouldn't approve this deal, you think they didn't pick up the phone or communicate with the regulatory bodies in the United States and say, hey, this is where we are with it. Here's where we are with it. We're about to, pu- we're about to pull this trigger. Give us the yay or nay. If Saudi Arabia approved the deal, America approved the deal. Because if, if Saudi Arabia, if America didn't want to approve the deal, if, if America had some leg to stand on that they were going to start suing about, there is no way Saudi Arabia would have been like, oh, yeah, we're just going to do us and then y'all do you. That's not how this works. Oh, this has to be a, a, a unanimous. That's right. Uh, so all and, we've seen right yeah. now, all we have are facts. Everything else is step, speculation. We have fact. Fact one, there have been no, uh, uh, nothing has been a showstopper so far. Right. right. Everyone has either rubber stamped it or they've gone through the process. Yeah, they've said what they've said. And now here we are waiting for America to, to potentially give it give them give us their deliberations on the matter. That's fact number one. Fact number two, Saudi Arabia has already said we're good. And now we see Phil Spencer giving us his his, you know, his closing statement, if you will. So, yeah. Do I think that, oh, it's going to close tomorrow? Oh, uh, um, myself and Everborn had this conversation a, a couple days ago. You know, we, we, we're, we're deliberating on when we will see that proverbial uh, 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 roundtable discussion with ABK. Do I think that we're going to see that ABK roundtable discussion in 2022, like, definitively? I don't know. That's still up in the air because, you know, Bethesda was just one entity. Yes, they were a big entity, but they're nothing compared to Activision Blizzard King. Absolutely, yeah. they are a pebble in, on the on the beach in in comparison. <laughs> so even when the regulatory bodies go, yup, there's still a lot of work to be done from integration, from a bunch of different avenues that businesses do in the background when you're not paying attention. So, with all that in mind, you know the idea that that, that they'll they'll be sitting there side uh, uh, having a friendly chat like you saw in ABK. You know, I don't even think that'll be in the mix because I think they'll probably get rid of. Kotak before they have that conversation, oh, so they'll have 100%. so they'll have whoever's replacing well, him have that conversation. Hold on, with a, hold on a minute. I would just like to point out that amazing shirt that you're wearing, sir. Oh, oh yeah, yes. I, I was. I was 
<laughs> yes, yes. He this this man is very very self serving. Yes, I am wearing the Ariel's Adventure shirt today. Oh wow, nice. Start the more shirt, but we'll, 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 we'll our, our newest line in the Everborn Times. But, so, yes. but I don't think. Mm -hmm. uh, unfortunately, I I think they're going to want to integrate Activision before they get rid of Bobby K. They're going to like put mm -hmm. him in witness protection. No, but, but I, I guess think that I guess my point on that matter though is prepared for that. I guess my point on that matter is that you know we consider the the, the finish line the roundtable discussion even though they may not do that right we're we're using historical information to kind of hypothesize right and there will be some kind of hey look at Activision they're not part of us right in the Bethesda example there was a roundtable discussion so for the sake of this conversation we'll say that there will be similar but who knows it may not be that exact same thing you know. I suspect, and you can tell me if, if, if you think I'm wrong, guys, on, on the panel. I, think you're I wrong. suspect no, that no. when that roundtable discussion is had, Bobby K's replacement will be in that conversation, not Bobby K himself. That's what I'm saying. I, I, don't, I don't think so. I think you will have um, Mikey Barra there at, uh, mm -hmm. on the Blizzard side and someone, mm -hmm. um, you know, like maybe studio heads or whatever within. Sure. Uh, what do you call it? But I don't think uh, Kotek's not going to sit on there. No, no he's not going to no, be there. But but I do see, to... but I do see what you're saying, everyone. There is a universe where he's still in charge, but he's just not invited to the party. He just won't be exactly. there. They'll exactly. just they'll just bring other heads floating, to kind of. He's he's floating down with his golden parachute. Yeah, he'll he'll just be that quiet quiet elephant in in, in the room who's counting his ducats. Scrooge McDuck over here. Okay, I, I can see that. But I guess long story short, I, I will I will pass the mic and say you know I do agree with everyone that this is about the end of it. I suspect, right? Well, yeah. this is about the beginning of it, I guess. Once they have it, then it's about, hey, are you going to close the deal? Hey, when the game's coming out? Hey, what games are you making? Hey, is Ravensoft allowed to get out of the salt mines? These are the questions we're going to have Will to answer. Will you announce the Starfield and Redfall dates as soon as the thing closes? <laughs> you know, and these are the, the questions we're going to have to keep going over and over. But I think that, you know, for the purpose of where we are today, Oh yeah, I don't, I don't, I don't expect you're gonna see any more, uh, any more roadblocks in the path of getting this thing done. Yeah, I, I, agree. I foresee you're gonna see, you know, the 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 the, the pomp and circumstance. It's all ceremonial, uh, uh, ceremonial at this point. I, I honestly think that we're rounding the bottom of it. Yeah, yeah, and I think that we're we're it's imminent before mm -hmm. we start seeing other governmental entities uh, start to approve this deal. And, and and once you you know you you see like I said, once you saw one. Right. We start and all you like I said, just e just equate the evidence in front of us, folks. The deal gets uh, the deal gets announced in January. There's been a lot of talk, but Phil Spencer and company have been dead silent except for the announcement. Right. They haven't said anything. They won't take any interviews for it. It's just, well, it's going. Saudi Arabia comes in. They approved the deal early this week. And today on on Wednesday, Wednesday, you know, we get the news that Phil, Phil Spencer sat down with Bloomberg, which is a very reputable uh, source of, of of information. And they do this big interview, and here we are talking about it. One last nugget, I will say though, sure. one last piece, and somebody put it in the chat. It just skipped by so fast that I didn't I, I didn't see it. Forgive me. I wanted to give you the credit, and they're absolutely right. The EU, they tend to be the last to approve. And they'll be the wild card because yeah. they could go their own way, even though, you know, we're all we're all in communication. And obviously there's a war going on. There's far more important things to deal with. Da, 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 all that is true. But if there if there were any regulatory bodies that could feel empowered enough to go, y'all do this, we're doing what we do. 
that would be the EU. Yeah, it now, would Brad be. Brad Smith did say he was, you know, he had been, he felt like things were going good with Brussels, which would be the EU. Sure. Yes. Yeah. So I don't know. Yeah. yeah. So it's not to say that they will. I'm just saying, as you hear all the dominoes dropping, uh, falling, as in all these different regulatory bodies from these different countries, you know, I suspect they will all fall in line. The where our breath is being held currently still is the EU because they could go their own way. They're busy suing PlayStation right now. <laughs> you know, we'll see where that goes. You know, they could go their own way, but that's that. Yeah, I mean, listen, I, I again, I have a couple of quotes here before I bring Crispy Bomb into the conversation. Crispy, I'm going to read what uh, Phil had to say, and he says this, and this is this is this is this is not a corporate answer, folks. This this is Phil Spencer. Like I actually hear him actually saying this even though I haven't seen the interview, I only read the article. He says, we really, we really love to be, we, we, we would really love to be able to bring more players in reducing friction, making people feel safe, secure when they're playing, allowing them to find their friends, play with their friends, regardless of what device. I think in the long run, that is good for the industry. And maybe in the short run, there are some people in some companies that don't love it. But I think... Uh, as we get over the hump and see where the industry can continue to grow, it proves out to be true. Listen, Crispy, no truer words could have been said. Like I said, I, I don't have I can't give you a thousand quotes because the show would be over before I got done with them. I do have the article from Bloomberg in the show notes. All you got to do is click and read it for yourself. And, and if you don't want to read it, I hear you. Go to Bloomberg on 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 YouTube and and start watching the two minute, four minute, five minute clips. And I'm sure there's going to be a long print interview. They're probably just doling it out now for for, for you know for, for clicks, right? That's that's what that's what they do. But uh, crispy, you know, when you hear there are now people in this in, in this community. I saw it on my own, I saw the spaces. I don't get involved with those. I saw the tweets that are trying to assume. Or say that Microsoft is somehow going to be all of these games will not be on Xbox. They're going to be on on PlayStation. He said it in the interview. I I read it. I, I think people are misconstruing what he said. What are your thoughts on what Phil had to say regarding some games remaining on the PlayStation platform versus some games that are going to be new and created for Xbox? I mean, let's be honest for a second. You know, Call of Duty should remain on PlayStation. And and I I know like there's some people highlighting the fact that he said for a period of time. Yes, no, Call, I like Call that. of Duty. Call of Duty should remain on PlayStation. Um, can I just say, Chief Gaming Officer, that is Phil. Okay, Chief Chief Gaming Officer. Um, from what I've seen so far, from because I think they're going to put out the full interview, which is like probably an hour. I would feel like, but you know the little tidbits they've given as of like the past like hour or so we're, we're looking at somebody that is going to be more the face of microsoft than you even realize yep and i feel like he is just literally being set up to be the ceo of microsoft at some point um he is he he, he was thrown to the crocodiles as we like to call it <laughs> and he sat there and he took, you know, everybody has to take a second and think about what they're saying. And he did that. And then he really just kept nailing it and nailing it. I mean, the metaverse talk, stuff like that. He's like, metaverse, uh, gamers have been in the metaverse for years. 
And you know what? I actually agree with him, to be honest. Like it was it was interesting little things that he said that really, you know, talk to people and say, you know, you got to realize that gaming is at the forefront of what we're doing. And, you know, to say like, we're just going to take call of duty away. No, why not make the $70? You're not going to, unless we sell it on your console, you're not going to allow us to have it on your console any other way. Think about that. As of now, PlayStation will not allow you like Minecraft has to be sold to them. Or it's yeah. a free-to-play game. Like, they don't even have Halo over there, which is free-to-play. Think about that. Okay? There's something with that. And I don't feel it's it's just Microsoft being like, no, you can't have Halo. I no, think it's, it's PlayStation saying they don't want it. Yeah. Exactly. Yep. Because they don't want to be shown the door when it comes to first-person shooters, especially exclusive first-person shooters. But, but hey, everybody's up in arms about Call of Duty. Well, if they just said, you get Warzone and that's it, Everybody should be happy with that because it's more than what you've gotten from Halo Infinite, which is free to play, right? Yeah. I mean, everybody should be logical about that. No, no, they're not. Everybody's everybody's up in arms. Oh, you can't take Call of Duty away. Well, they kind of said they're not. So why are we arguing about this? They're not going to because they're going to make way more money than they would if they did. Okay, yeah, down the road, maybe they'd have more subscriptions to xbox game pass but as of now it's it's completely illogical and i'm talking within the the next 10 years it's it's totally illogical so you look at what he said how he's approaching it he's treading lightly because you never know if some board member has a bright idea or something like that he's he's saying things that kind of you know beat both sides of the bush but you know what all of a sudden it's trimmed and it looks nice and everybody's happy. Oh, I should have made that into a Manscaped commercial. No. <laughs> um, but yeah, you know, that's that's the point. Like, I feel like he's he's talking so well thought out, but also yeah. it only takes it only takes somebody that's just able to take those punches. And he's been with Microsoft the his entire since he career. was an intern, dude. Okay, crazy. And he's seen, especially in the gaming division, he has seen. You know, Microsoft, the Xbox fans, for example, especially in the past like 10 years, get beat down. Yeah. And they he got is trying, yep. and he is trying to build us back out, back up as a gaming community, but also saying, you know what? Can we be a little bit inclusive? Like we, we still have our brands, we still enjoy them. You know, we're not expecting God of War to go to Xbox Game Pass, but at the same time, you know. They don't expect Halo to go to Xbox Game Pass or uh, PlayStation Plus, and and you're gonna sit here and we're gonna argue about the fact that you know if they buy Call of Duty, it's unfair or not fair. Well, I think as far as Xbox concerned, they don't care. They just want you know a game or a platform or whatever in as many hands as possible. And right now, Call of Duty happens to be that crux. And, and everybody's like, Activision, Activision. There's a lot of other IPs that I love from Activision that haven't been touched because all these them, all these developers are working on Call of Duty. And it's like, bro, why is Vicarious Visions, who could probably make any remake of any game that we've asked for, working on Call of Duty? How dare they Salt mines, that? man. Salt mines, I got to tell you. Yeah. You know what I'm saying? Like, that's... Sucks. Like, come on, dude. So... 
there's so many develop like like you know you know toys for bob like uh, could they not make a banjo kazooie i do you know what i'm saying like like come on you know so microsoft's going to use them that's why they've already kind of made them announce that they're going to start doing every two years at least for a brand new call of duty if it's a remaster that's a different story you could bring in other talent to do that you yep. know what i mean there, there's i mean look what avalanche did you know on gamescom like look at that game tell me you know hogwarts legacy that was developed in part with avalanche studio anybody pay attention to that yeah you know what I mean? Like an avalanche is making contraband. Like, you know, there are big studios that can handle this stuff and can help these, these other even bigger studios. So, you know, I think Microsoft's all in on that. Yes. Did it work for halo infinite? Not quite, but they also it didn't will, have though. enough. I mean, listen, it's, it's going to get down when forge releases. Well, forge think, looks, yeah, dude, forge looks bonkers. I, I just think that there's going to be a uh, like, it's going to be a renewed uh, uh, interest in Halo. Uh, but please continue. But and that's my point. Like, I think they're, you know, Microsoft's not lo- only looking at you know the developers they have. He, you know, if you look at the interviews, even in their three four minute snippets, you look at it and you say he's talking about creators a lot. You know, like Everborn, for example, creators. Yes. You know, people that can create something within an ecosystem. And, you know, Bethesda's all about that. Okay. Bethesda's been all about that for years. Okay. You know, so it seems like they're like slowly coming together. And I feel like next year is going to be like a volcano of just ridiculousness. And I think, I think people, if you're you're saying, oh, another year next year. Well, next year is the year. I, I just I, I got it in my my bones. I mean, last year I didn't expect that. I mean, we got you know uh, developer of the year. I mean, think about that. Yeah, you know everybody forgets that. Publisher oh, this of the year's year. yeah. this year's trash. Well, guess what? Last year, I mean, we had game upon game, and they're all eighties, bro. Except for like these little indie games that you know, hey. They deserve some light. They got some light in Game Pass, and you know they went to Game Pass for a reason. And they continue to put out content. They continue to support their games, and I think that's what Microsoft's trying to do: support their games because most of them have multiplayer elements. And you can't sit there and say the same for Sony right now. You can't. No, no maybe, maybe in five years we'll be talking different. But good stuff is always crispy. Like I said, I I, I think there's a lot to be had um dutch are you back bro yeah i'm here i'm All here right, listen i i i want to because you know like i said this this article i mean it's a fascinating read because it's it's it, it there's so much here that you have to digest and why what i'm about to read is incredibly important is one of the sticking points when the u.s senators all got together and said that they wanted the ftc to block this deal was because if they had concerns for the workers, which everyone should have concerns for the workers because they're the ones that make the games and the living conditions or the working conditions at Activision before this deal, from what we understand from numerous reports, was horrendous. And this is a a direct uh, uh, quote from the article. Says this if Microsoft gets approval to acquire the maker of video games like Call of Duty and Candy Crush, 
it will inherit a legacy of allegations that Activision underpaid women and allowed sexism and harassment to go unpunished. Activision has said that it is trying to address the issues, and Phil Spencer has said Microsoft examined Activision's plans to clean up its act before agreeing to the deal in January. And here is what Phil had to say when he was asked specifically about this issue. He says, I believe they're committed to that. Uh, When I look at the work that they're doing now, there's always more that can be done. But I believe from from the studio leaders that that I know very well, some of them former Xbox members, that they're committed to this journey. And I applaud that regardless of the deal. Dutch, on top of everything that everyone has said already with there's no monopoly, the Saudi Arabia first approval, the Phil Spencer interview that literally came out of nowhere in the same week that Gamescom is going on. Obviously, timing, hashtag timing is everything. What what are your thoughts on this deal getting done? And are the dominoes literally starting to fall? Yeah, I think um, I think it is only just a matter of time now, and I think that's not too far away. Um, so let's let's face it, Saudi Arabia don't really care that much they just love money um so as long as money is coming through and they're going to make money out of this in some way shape or form um or at least trade is going to continue to go through saudi arabia they they don't really care about this transaction um i would hazard uh, a guess at saying it's going to be very similar with european and uk at the moment with severe financial issues um we're going through a massive recession in the uk that's only going to get worse over the next few months um europe's not got not too far different to be fair um it's uh again this as much as the 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 war because the the war in uh, in eastern europe is uh is obviously affecting the world in some way shape or form financially for the us providing aid etc but in Europe, it's it's much harder hitting, of course, because the vast majority of gas and electricity, etc., is coming through Russia to Europe. Um, it is required for the economy in order to run, and there's a lot of setbacks on it. So, uh, a huge deal, a huge, huge deal um, in in any economy, whether that be within movie, film, game, music. Um, gas, electricity, whatever it is, a huge transaction like this that is going to further enhance uh, potential growth in the market, um, whether that be through uh, employment increases, i.e. more jobs created, whether that be more studios being opened because of Microsoft's spending power in comparison to Activision spending power. Um, it's. I think it's the wider scale. They'll be looking at this deal and thinking, so what are Microsoft going to do with Activision in order to enhance not just providing games for people because that's just that's a very small, insignificant section of this deal to them. What they're going to be looking at is how the work has been tracked, what this means for job security or job growth in the industry, and how is this going to benefit both the EU and the UK and the workers? Is there going to be more opportunities for people to get jobs within an Activision and the wider Microsoft community, so on and so forth? Is this going to end up generating more money for the European and UK markets? That's the kind of things that they'll be looking at more significantly than there will be 
a certain game not being on a certain platform. I've always kind of laughed at that. They, they don't care what I order, whether a game goes to a platform or not. That is not something that they're too bothered about. They're more bothered about the workers themselves and the financial aspect of it. How is this going to benefit financially? Is this going to have a significant impact on finances worldwide um, uh, from this particular deal? Is it going to massively impact any competition? No, it's not going to massively impact any competition because all competition, every competitor, if they do a, a larger viewpoint, which will be part of the case that they'll put forward, is the likes of Embracer Group are significantly increasing. Tencent are significantly increasing. Yep. Sony are still purchasing. Yep. Nintendo or Nintendo, <laughs> they don't have competition. They are themselves. Um, the PC market is open for everybody. Sony's muscling up in that PC market now as well. Um, so competition's fine. There is absolutely zero impact for competition here. You could argue Call of Duty, but... Call of Duty is going to remain multi-platform, um, whether that be the single players or not. Uh, I don't think Microsoft care about Call of Duty, to be fair, in, in the grand scheme of things. If you have a look at the wider impact of this deal, the, the biggest part of this deal was always King. Um, yep, was always- a market that Microsoft doesn't have no presence in whatsoever. Yeah, was yep. always King. Um, and that is that is the largest section of this, and, and Sony have and, uh, no fingers Dutch, and no please, eyes on that. Dutch, please talk more about that because people don't people don't seem to understand that King makes more money than COD does. Yeah, they, 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 in oh, yeah. the financial, the, in the, fi- the 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 quarterly financials, they they said this is crazy. Think about this for a second, folks. Exactly to his point, Candy Crush made more money than Call of Duty consoles with an s and pc combined combined mm-hmm. think about that yep. for a hot second yep. yeah because it's, it's, because while you hardcore or or casual console gamers with your little buttons are playing yeah your mom is in the grocery line and at a dentist and your brother and your father everyone plays candy crush yep. they print money and the funniest thing is is they can they can easily print more money for that as well by mm-hmm. putting a special offer on for people who sign up to Game Pass. Uh, you get X amount of energy per day just for being on Game Pass and playing the thing, the, 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 the bonus offer. If you love Candy Crush, sign up to Game Pass for £10 a month and you get infinite energy. And you well, they could just, you know, it's you funny want. because, yeah, that, that, and, and also for people who own the consoles, they could find those things in their perks. Yeah. Those, the, exactly. those, those perks are huge, dude. Yeah. So it's things that it's more it's more that and considering the mobile market is literally there is no I would say there is no competition but you've got a few very large mobile creators but they're not owned by a console like Sony hasn't muscled in on any mobile demographic Nintendo mm-hmm. haven't the PC market haven't like the mobile market in itself is primary primary sorry to to xbox's plans on getting onto many different platforms we need mobile developers so king is tell- remember i said this for five dollars a month 4.99 xbox game pass for mobile i'm, I'm yep. telling you it's coming yeah and we'll see we'll see that it's going to continue to go down that route but primarily the deal i think is uh is going to be pretty straightforward i don't think the eu's going to be too fussed about it i think it'll 
pretty, pretty much go through pretty easily. Like like you mentioned in, in a different way earlier, Asante, they have bigger fish to fry. And I don't think this particular deal is... When they have a look at it, as long as the workers' rights are being met, as long as the, the issues are being ironed out with the workers, as long as there's going to be continued job growth or job opportunities going forward, and there's no major ma- like financial impact on any other competition, which there isn't, because things are going to be remaining as is, essentially, apart from new games created going forward, uh, then there is no issues. There really isn't. It's going to be plain sailing. Yeah. Um, and specifically, UK, like you say, it's, so, it's, it's the UK where they, they're suing Sony at the moment, Consumer Group Witch, um, or X... Um, ex person from which in in the uk um that that's hilarious but it's uh, at the same time we know every platform has the same cut so <laughs> i'm not sure how that one's going to pan out in court because so i i, I actually let's see they getting thrown out to be honest with yeah. you i mean it, it's bad press regardless but i don't i definitely don't see that uh going through it is and and for the general public you've got to see people like us who know these percentages anyway, because we are very involved in gaming and some of these financial aspects of it. We we know about these cuts. We know that there's larger cuts against indies and smaller cuts against AAAs, but there is still a large margin. There's a large margin on digital tax. There's a large margin on on certain things, sales aspects, etc. Um but if you said that to the general public and then they read that headline, they're just like, I can't believe they make 30% on this. Like, blah, 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 blah. We're being ripped off. It's like, no, that's just the gaming economy. <laughs> that's every, sub- uh, literally every platform does exactly the same thing, uh, which is why Microsoft, I think, made a big deal of it when they mentioned how kind of, they were going to reduce that amount for people bringing games to PC, I think it was. Yes, twelve. They're I think it's, uh, it's 12%. Yeah, yep. which is a significant drop. And, of course, for those creating games for PC, that means they're going to see a much larger chunk of that profit. Yep. Which, of course, means that they'll get... Which is it's awesome because it means they're, they're going to be inclined to bring their games over to PC as well as console. Yes. Like, oh, okay, is, isn't it strategic how they, they, said, they said that, got all the good press about it, but then they yada, yada, yada past the fact that that didn't change on the console side? Yeah, yeah, thirty percent. You know, again, I think I think the the they should look at reviewing that personally. Mm-hmm. But I I agree, yes, because that'll come back around and bite them in the butt eventually. And if they, if they're really true about developers getting or earning more money, etc., then that is one way of doing it. Um, specifically for indies and things like that, like that's a large chunk of their profits going missing. Um, if you have a look at the likes of um, Unreal who are absolutely awesome. Um, they don't charge... They literally charge nothing for the first £1 million that you make from a game that you've created on on Unreal Engine. Unity on game for an indie developer. Like, a million is <laughs> huge. I knew Everborn was going to come out with Unity because they are a shit show right now. <laughs> Go ahead, um, but, yeah, so... But overall, overall, I think, yeah, it's... As as Boom mentioned as well, you don't come out and start speaking about it um, at all unless you're pretty damn confident that it's it's going well. Um, like I said, Saudi Arabia was a ni- nice to see, but I think they just care more about 
Is this going to infect? Is this going to affect how much money we make? No, good. Okay, that's fine then. Pass it. <laughs> yeah. No. I. 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 I again, it, it's what I think that the, the bigger deal here isn't yeah. so much that it's Saudi Arabia, yeah. uh, do, you know, saying this. I. I. I it, it is. Yes, it's important. But I think that there's something to be said that I think the 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 terminology. Of, of dominoes falling is it really does line up with this perfectly because it is going to come to a point where we, it started with them. We had this Phil Spencer interview with Bloomberg. And I think that you're going to start seeing, you know, tomorrow and the day after and potentially Friday, and you know, and maybe over the weekend. thing as well, boom, is you get intergovernmental competition. So they'll see the Saudi state going, yeah, we've approved it. Then America will look over and think, well, if they're approving it, we're going to approve it. We're not going to be second fiddle to Saudi Arabia. And then yeah. <laughs> so on and so forth. Like Saudi are never second fiddle to anybody when it comes to money or money transactions. No. Um, you know that they've, they're have they pretty much a world superpower. And in, in fact, one of the richest countries in the world now. Um, so they never play second fiddle. And the US are very competitive when it comes to with it being the best in the world and things like that. So I don't think they're going to want Saudi Arabia to kind of get one up on them either in that particular front. I think they're going to be going, yeah, we're going to approve this as well. They're not going to have an issue with it. Yeah, um, no, I, I, I agree. Yeah. So, yeah, I think it's going to go through fine. I I think, again, it's it's going to get done this end of the this end of Christmas as well. I don't think it's going to get uh, going to get to next year. No, I, I mean, it, I, for me, me personally, Dutch and, and, and panel, first of all, we topped out at 575 people here, which is bonkers. Uh, if you're just I saw a lot of new faces, a lot of new names that I've never seen before. If you're finding the channel for the first time, we just crossed 11K last Friday mornings on Breakfast with Boom. Um, I, I, the numbers have been fantastic. Like we're getting more and more people to find the channel. Uh, and and obviously, you know, it's it, it, I'm putting in the work. So if you want someone that does a lot of podcasting, at least four per per week. This week happened to be five because I did an impromptu one uh, regarding the Saudi Arabia announcement on Monday morning. Uh, consider subscribing to the channel. Go hit that subscribe button. Hit the hit the bell icon so you you get notified every time I do content. And that's four times a week, ladies and gentlemen. But Mag, I, I, I want to go to you. Uh, and actually, you, you, you're going to be doing double duty here because not only are we going to go right. first on this, we're going to go to you first on the second topic, uh, which, of course, is Gamescom 2022. And right. honestly, probably by far one of the best shows of the year, uh, hands down. There's no doubt about it. But, Mag, let's, let's first get into, yes. uh, as someone that has um, <clears throat> uh, an executive position like yourself, Right. You understand that there's there, there's a lot of mover, moving parts to a deal this big. When yep. you see something like Saudi Arabia, give the thumbs up. Are you like everyone else expecting that it's just, we're just literally hours or days away from seeing others that were holding out? Because it, it does seem like when one does, the other follows. And Microsoft right. has given all the information that the FTC and Lena Khan has requested, there's literally nothing that they could claim that makes this deal illegal uh, in any way, shape, or form. I think the deal gets done before Black Friday. My nightmare scenario for Sony is this, folks, before I give it to uh, Mag and I read the Super Chats. Here's a nightmare scenario. We know that they can't put Call of Duty this year into Xbox Game Pass because they have uh, Sony has the marketing rights. 
Uh, I don't know what happened with Vanguard if they still have those said marketing rights. I, I don't know. I don't have the contract in front of me. But what I can say, and here's the nightmare scenario. This deal gets done before Black Friday. Microsoft makes an announcement that the deal gets done. A few days later, they, they, they announce that every Call of Duty from 2020 and earlier is getting into Xbox Game Pass. They're dropping 10 or 12 Call of Duties in there. They're probably going to have HDR support. It's going to have a whole bunch of bells and whistles. And then they turn around and they drop the Series S for Black Friday to $199. I, I think that if if that all comes to fruition, you see a market leader change this year. Uh, I I just think that the, the days of them being the the one that moves and shakes and makes companies afraid to do uh, things without getting their permission are 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 close to being done. I I think that you're going to once this deal is done, ladies and gentlemen. All the comblage that Sony has is going to be gone. And people are going to now want to go to Microsoft to put their games on there because they are the market leader and it's and it's where all the moving and shaking is going. But what, what are your thoughts on uh, what everyone had to say, Mag? Well, now that I'm batting cleanup here, uh, basically I'm going to go through what uh, what I think. First of all, it's basically going to mirror what everybody else said. Uh, let's face it. So, like what Kiyosante was saying and Dutch was saying, and, and uh, Everborn were talking about with Saudi Arabia. This is a mutual financial benefit, right? Yes. So this 100%. is going to be angled. This is going to be angled for two different reasons. Saudi Arabia, for them, they want to make sure that the money's rolling in. Like Dutch was saying, they don't care about Call of Duty. They care about the money. That's basically all it is. However, what Microsoft is going to do is that they're going to. Oh yeah, by the way, turn your mic, uh, turn your headphones down, guys. Someone was complaining earlier. I was too loud at the beginning. Um, <laughs> uh, here's the thing: um, is that they're going to use that as leverage to put pressure on the other members. Yes. Right? They're going to say, "Well, Saudi Arabia said yes." And then they're going to stare at you for a minute, right? So they, you know, and what what that does? Let's face it, strengthen numbers, and then other people are going to say, "Well, they said yes." And that means, and you know what that means? Just like Asante was saying, okay, if they said yes, basically the U.S. said yes, and the U.S. said yes, basically you better toe the line. Uh, you know, as much as as much as people dislike that about the Americans, there's one thing the Americans have is global clout, right? If they if they make the call. Basically, the rest of the world conforms to it. That's just the way it goes. When you're a superpower and basically in charge, that's how it goes. So I think that this is going to be used as leverage. Now, uh, as for a roundtable, I could see a roundtable happening. First of all, I never budged, I'd like to say. I never budged that this was going to happen in 2022. I said 100% it's going to happen this year. I was. I said September, October, the latest. Yeah. Uh, mm-hmm. I still think that that's going to be the case. Uh, maybe not September because I mean, let's face it, September is like right around the corner here. So let's say minimum October, November. Um, I see a roundtable happening in January 2023. Why? They're going to do it around the same time that they announced this. And the reason for that is because it puts a positive spin on the beginning of the year. Yeah. I understand that it's not their financial or fiscal year. That's not the way it works in the corporate world. But in the actual calendar year, it starts off the year on a positive note. Just like how what happened last year when they announced this deal, what happened? It dominated the headlines for basically the entire year. Yeah. And the fact that it's now the end of October, or end of August, we are still talking about it, right? So it is still in the forefront of everybody's mind. And that's what I could see using as something moving forward. January, everybody's got that idea, a fresh start in their head, that kind of thing, right? And then they move from there. Um, 
so that's what I see there. Now, the other thing is, uh, this was something else that Dutch touched upon, was it talking about the mobile situation and the mm -hmm. reason why that was so bloody important. You know, uh, like four years ago, three years ago, however many years ago it was, you know, the pandemic screwed up everything for my life, uh, our timeline. It was like, it was like the Thanos snap. You don't know what the hell happened for five years. Uh, anyways, um, when Phil said 2 billion gabers and everybody laughed, those narrow-minded buffoons were actually thinking consoles and PC. There aren't 3 billion or 2 billion people playing on consoles and PC, but there are 2 billion people playing on their phones. And so the thing is, maybe it wasn't King when he announced that, but they already knew they were going to do this all the way back then. Even if Activision wasn't on the table, the plan was whoever it was going to be was going to be a part of the situation. The fact that it is King is just, well, that's King for them, right? That is a huge benefit. So this was something that was always going to happen. Um, yep. The other thing, when you pay 70 plus billion dollars, I understand when you're talking about the exclusivity. I know some people want it. Maybe it'll happen down the road. Maybe it won't. But what they're looking at right now is money first. Yes. They are not worried about, well, is PlayStation going to get it? Is you know Nintendo going to get it? Is whatever. You know what I mean? The PC going to get it? They're not worried about that. What they're worried about is recovering revenue, okay? They're going to be looking for the revenue that's going to cover. I understand Microsoft makes a billion dollars before I even eat my Cheerios in the morning. I get it. <laughs> However, it's still a business. So therefore, if, the, if, if, if Call of Duty, for example, is thriving on the PlayStation community and Microsoft gets a huge chunk of that for doing nothing or barely anything other than owning it, then they're going to continue to keep it there. However, an interesting demographic may happen down the road, boom. And this is something that you were talking about. If you start putting advertising, like you were saying, Call of Duty for five bucks and you get an Xbox Series S and everybody starts leaving the PlayStation community... Then in a year or two, it would not be financially benefit to co-develop the game for another platform, right? Because they still would have to code it for the PlayStation platform. But if they're not making money over there in 2024, 2025, then they're not going to put it there anymore. You know what I'm saying? So that's when you could see it happen. However, if the, if the community is still thriving, they will keep it there. But if everybody starts shifting over to the Xbox and all of a sudden the like a, a very small minority is playing on PlayStation still, then there is no reason for it. So it's not for console reasons or console war reasons. They're not fanboying out saying, let's screw over Sony. They're not. They don't care about that. They care about money. Yep. It's money. It's like when people go to war. When people go to war, you think they go for like the reasons we think in the news? By the guy, wait. By the way, this fatality on screen is ridiculous. Is, is that Epic. not ridiculous? Oh, I, I, I'm like, I'm trying to concentrate. I'm like, her head just got split open. Um. <laughs> anyways, the thing is, they don't care about the war. Or what you hear about in the news or the reason why they went to war? It's about money. It's always about money. And if you're not making money, then they're not going to war. Same yep. thing here. It's the same thing with a corporation. When a corporation does something like this, you're basically declaring war, right, on another corporation. And then they, they, and then in the end, behind the scenes, they all make money. But if they don't make money, then they'll shut them out. So that's what I could see further down the road. Now, uh, what the hell else was I going to say? I had a couple other things I was going to say. Oh, yeah, yeah, yeah. You know, Asante was talking about, um, uh, you know, my, Microsoft doing basically like 
you know, what the, like an Apple show kind of idea, right? You know, mm-hmm. Phil kind of plants the seed. Everybody else comes out with the details and then he closes the deal, right? This is basically like a long form version of that, right? It could happen over the course of a few months, but it's already happening. The ball's rolling. You could see that this is where it's heading. And uh, so, like, it's basically inevitable at this point. And, you know, someone brought up something about, well, you know, um, uh, actually, I was going to go back to the Sony thought of when Sony, you know, they, they, they make like 150 plus $200 million uh, you know, on on the on the call, on Call of Duty DLCs and all that kind of stuff. Now, when you think about this, now this is like this is a little bit fanboyish, okay? A little bit console wars. How much money does Microsoft lose when Sony locks a game out of their out of their ecosystem altogether? Yeah, right. So when people look at it, well, it's not fair when they lock out Forspoken or I guess Knights Final of the Fantasy Republic sixteen, Final, Final Fantasy, Fantasy seven. Yeah, right. How much money does Microsoft lose? Think about that for a minute, right? Yep. So d- nobody cares about that, apparently. But you know what I'm saying? And so they lock out all this content from them. So, you know, it's not... It, you want to talk fair? You talk that. That's what they're talking about in court. I guarantee some of that's... I mean, a lot of that's already come up, which, of course, you know, what happened last week, which I missed the show. But, you know, that happened last week. There was a lot of that talk where Microsoft came out swinging, say, you know, about Sony's uh, anti-consumer practices, right? So there's all of that kind of stuff. So... Anyways, that's what I think about the situation. It's going to happen. Um, now, the one last thing I was going to say on the video game front and this deal, not the business part of it, is that you know we don't need to reiterate how important that, that about uh, how important Call of Duty and these other games are to get into the Game Pass, that kind of stuff, right? We've already talked about it a million times. However, what it's going to do is that it's going to change the landscape forever in terms of the video game space. Now, this is where it's important on the video game front because let's face it, guys, we're not we're we're not in the in the boardroom. So no. what do we care? What do we care about? What does games. the chat care about? We care games. about the games. That's right. All right? That's what we're here for. The thing is, Microsoft moving forward, at least with Call of Duty. Okay, I'm just going to single out Call of Duty because I, I said something controversial, and I really pissed a lot of people off. And I said, the minute no. this de- – I know. I, who knew me? I, I, I don't piss people off. Uh, anyways, uh, here's the thing. I said – and, I, and I, you know what? I don't care. I'm right. I'm right. I said, the minute this deal goes through – Call of Duty will be the face of Xbox shooters. Halo will take a back burner forever. Yeah. No, I don't I care mean, what anybody says. It ain't wrong. I'm not wrong. Master Chief is taking a back seat because Call of Duty eats its lunch. So it's over. It's, they're going that Call of Duty is going to be the face so, of, so Mag, of Microsoft. Yes. I don't disagree with you, but I also don't agree with you. I don't think I, I agree with you that that uh, I call them sacred cows, right? Uh, yep. the, the hamburger and the fries and the shake, right? The the the, the halo gears of Forza. I agree yes. with you that their position is lost once ABK is done. Yes, but with with Call of Duty being what it is today, to the point where they're already announcing they're putting it on hiatus a bit in two years, and this, I yes. kind of don't think that'll also be the the, the new. Phase. But look at right, maybe something new. Look at right now. The game's been out for like 10, no, eight months or whatever it is. The game is dead. And that's without competition. Imagine with competition coming. It's, it's, yeah. and I'm, I'm not trying to poo poo the game. The game is fantastic. I love the multiplayer I played with my son and, and I love the story. I love the, the campaign. Everything was great. But Call of Duty? Come on. Well, well, this I guess, I guess what I'm saying, I guess yeah. what I'm saying is by the time it's all done and they're ready to go, I, I yeah. don't. Mm, I think wh- th- that shoebox that you're talking about, where they're going to put Halo, they might put Call of Duty there too. It's it's yeah. yes, they could. 
And you know what they're going to do, by the way? I can tell you right now, like Master Chief mm. is going to show up in that war zone and all that other stuff. Uh, oh, yeah, so, that'd you know, be amazing. That's 100% happening. And like I said, I'm not saying anything bad. So, chat, Doom don't get guy, crazy on me, okay? Power, power armor. <laughs> hey, all right. And it already started Spider-Man in the chat. Spider-Man, I love you. I haven't talked to you in a long time. He's like, Halo is not dead. I was talking about it's dead in terms of Call of Duty. What you do is when you're marketing, you're not going to market someone that people aren't playing. Like, don't be ridiculous. Well, Call of like, Duty. If, you mean the like they're not going to market a game like, like Crossfire X? Yeah, exactly. Here's the thing. What are you gonna put? What are you gonna put on your Series S's at Black Friday? Are you gonna put Master Chief, or are you gonna put Call of Duty if you own both? Which one are you putting? Yeah, yeah. Like, please Good tell point. me I'm wrong. That's all I'm trying no. to say. So 100%. that's all I'm trying to say. Mag, I'm not, I'm not you put with Sonic. You. That's what you put on the box. <laughs> I hey, hey, we've already I'm had our Sonic talk for Manscaped. <laughs> <laughs> that it, it had its light, it had its moment to shine uh, earlier in the show. Anyways, I'm excited for Sonic, but we'll talk about the that hedgehog is clean. That's yes, right. Indeed, so it now, is. Here's the thing this is where Microsoft, this is what I was going to say very quickly is that Microsoft has that responsibility to bring COD. I mean, it, we already know it's the biggest shooter on earth, right? We know that they need to bring it back as the best shooter on earth. Right. That's it for us, the gamers. That's what at the end of the day, that's what it has to be. You know, when you already had people say for the last couple of years that, you know, people are saying, oh, COD's getting a little tired. It's been 17 straight years of the same thing. Right. I agree with that statement. However, it's so addictive. It's ridiculous. Like you, it's like crack. You, can, you start playing Call of Duty. You don't stop. Right. You know, God, you know how it is. You're like, all right, I'll check it out. The next thing you know, it's eight hours. You didn't even realize you just spent eight that's hours. Because they have Call the king psychologist in there. Uh, it, dude, it's remarkable. Certain sounds and colors that are absolutely wiring your it's, brain. Dude, it is, and it, you're a hundred percent right. And for a man with a lot of responsibilities, I don't have that kind of time to spend. But the next thing you know, I look over the clock and I'm like, I gotta go to work. You know what I mean? And 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 because you're sitting there playing the damn game. Anyway, their responsibility moving forward is, like I said, it, not, it's right now, it's the biggest shooter on Earth. They need to make it the best. And that's where the longevity is going to come into play. And that's where this um, uh, this investment that they're making is going to pay off in huge dividends. So that's going to, that that's what that, that's all I got to say about this whole situation. We shall see where it goes. One last thing about it. I got to tell you, Jay, you all know Jay, okay? Um, and uh, he was, uh, he actually was, remember, he used to be the engineer for the Mooch and Crap show, the MNC yes. show? Yeah. Okay. He has a recording of me from 2017. Because remember, remember, they used to have the call-ins? You could call yes. in and leave a message. Yeah, yeah. Okay. Oh, wow. I have a call-in. This is years before I even got into the podcast scene, by the way. It is, because this is when Game Pass first came out. And remember, remember you know, the, the Mooch and Crap thing about the, the never was and this and yeah, that? Yeah, yeah. He said, mm -hmm. what can make it not a never was? So I made, I phoned them, I phoned in. This is like three years before I even started podcasting. And it's me saying the only way that Call of Duty, I swear to God, I said the only way that uh, that uh, Game Pass is going to become the biggest thing on earth is if they get Call of Duty on there and put all the past Call of Duties on Game Pass. And Jay has the recording still to this day of me saying that I'm five sure years ago. Isn't wow. that crazy? That is crazy. That's wow, awesome. profit. Yeah. The profit. You, you Isn't that nuts? Hey, you can I, sit at the high table with King David. I think Todd goes on the front of the box and Master Chief goes on the back of the box. Oh, my God. Thank it you. I agree with that. It doesn't have, you know. That's what I'm saying. Hey, I, like I said, I wasn't smack talking. I'm just saying they, they're regulating Master Chief to the back of the, the back Holy of the bus is what you're saying. Crap. Holy. Think about this. Well, is Sony going to put Kratos? Is Sony putting Kratos or Spider-Man on the front of their box? Spider-Man. Sorry. Thank you. That's all yeah. I got to say.
Yeah. Anyways, now listen, listen, Mac. Before we come back to you, I got to catch up. We have a lot of super chats here. Gener- the generosity is just running wild. And the first one of the night comes the way of a very good friend and the oldest guy in the chat. Got you there, shooter. Shooter twenty eight fifty three. Who is is a new channel member? He drops an outstanding ten dollars super chat. And says, good day, boom, Mrs. Boom, Kaysante, Crispy Bomb, Wandering Dutch, Everborn Saga, and the Mag. Here's to another great show. Thank you for the generosity, brother, and we appreciate you being here. Danny Passion Official drops an outstanding $2 Super Chat, and he says Gamescom feels better than this year's E3. Yep. Rise of P, fire. Oh, yeah, it's my game of the show. That That's the end of the story with that. Um, but Tempest Sun, one of the founding members hey, of Primetime Gaming, is here, and he's been a channel member for 35 months. Thank you so much. He says, uh, uh, in case you missed it and feel like uh, you need to change your underwear after you watch it, see, watch the first Descendant trailer. Dope. Yeah, I, I, I got to check that. I've been hearing some good things about that. Uh, Highlander 001, who's been a member for two months, who drops an outstanding $5 super chat and says, great panel, love the difference, uh, difference of opinions. All I have to say is the day Phil Spencer steps down, Sony better hope the next guy is as, ni- is as nice as Phil. I think this, the, yeah. the, the successor is going to be... Um, uh, Sarah Bond, but that's I've been saying that for quite some time. He drops an additional five dollars super chat and says the fact that Phil Spencer will recognize the union at Activision Blizzard will send shockwaves. This is one reason the acquisition will go through. Yeah, it's certainly one of the highlights for sure because again, if you remember, uh, one of the biggest sticking points from some of the senators was the concern for workers. But ladies and gentlemen, we are oh my God, we're almost ninety minutes in to the show. Uh, and we got to talk about Gamescom 2022. I mean, listen, I know that there are a lot of people in this chat that have a distaste the way for, for Jeff Keighley the way he does his business sometimes. And even though I don't always agree with his tactics, you must tip your cap that his shows continue to deliver and make strides to be the best in the business. I, I said it to Kaysante and Crispy Bomb earlier. I enjoyed um, this year's uh, uh, opening night live more than I even did E3. There were so many games. It was. I mean, I'm gonna pull up my. I'm gonna pull up my list. Just give me a second. Let me just find that because it. It here. I got it right here. It's ready to go. And this list is similar to Everborn. Um, there were 35 games. Now, granted, there were some smaller games there that that felt a bit out of place, like you know the the co-op game that you know that was like cartoon based, kind of felt a little out of out of place when you're putting it between Benedict Fox and like the Lies of P. You know, it 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 just doesn't make sense. Um, but this show delivered, and it's been quite a while since we walk away from. Um, an opening night live or a Gamescom event where we're like you're rushing to go watch this thing again. You're 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 going and seeking out these trailers in 4K. Uh, Sonic Frontiers. The minute it showed, I was I got because again, remember I'm, I'm a Dreamcast stand, ladies and gentlemen. I, I still I have two Dreamcasts. I got the Japanese. I got the American. I got 86 games, and I to this day Sonic Adventure is one of those games that just 
hits all of my love for Sonic. It's one of my favorite Sonics in the whole generation of Sonic. And Sonic Frontier gave me those vibes. Um, Callisto Protocol is gonna. I mean, I, I, I'm 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 still shocked that it's coming out this year. And again, it's one of those those yeah. late of the year uh, releases. I, I can't wait for that game. One of my most anticipated games, folks. And it's a small title. It's in Game Pass day and date. That is the a Benedict Fox. Like I love games like Flashback that you have like this 2D or 2, uh, 2.5D feel to it. The game has so much style. I, 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 I cannot wait to get into this game. I, I'm, but, but for me personally, game of the show, Lies of P. I mean, you know, I, and here's what's interesting. Um, I think that when you, when you talk about many people's game of the year for this year, it's going to be Elden Ring. It's still Elden Ring for me, even though I haven't beaten Elden Ring. I have put so much time into that game, and I'm not a Souls guy. Like it, it, it blew my mind how amazing that game is. And as 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 people in the in the chat and people in, in, on the panel are going to see, there are a lot of games that maybe they're not as mimicky Souls like as Elden Ring, but you can see that Elden Ring's presence really changed the playing field on games like Lords of the Fallen, which is. Uh, which, which is a reboot of the original one. Atlas uh, Fallen looked bonkers, freaking good. Uh, and Lies of P, wow. I mean, like I said in the opening of the show, I don't know who or how uh, they sought this game out and they got it onto Xbox Game Pass, but it's it's shocking to me how good that game looks. Mag, let, let, let's get to you. Uh, yeah. What what were your thoughts? Because you you did say in the <clears throat> beginning that you really had no excitement for None. this show. You know, you were like you know, very ho hum about it. And then after seeing it for yourself, is this one of Jeff Keighley's best shows? And more importantly, what are like your top three or five and your top pick for uh, Gamescom twenty twenty two? This is hands down Jeff Keighley's best show, uh, in my opinion. Uh, I think that that was, first of all, I was sucker punched by this because I, like I said, I had people saying, oh, you excited for it? I'm like, no, because traditionally, let's face it, guys, traditionally games comms are not great. There are basically, is just like the content that we've already seen when there's something that they've already revealed earlier in the year or like in an E3 and then Sony does their little showcase and this and that in like July and then Gamescom comes around and all the same games are there. Right. And, and and sometimes not even all those games. Right. So it's like basically the same old thing. But the way this was put together with fresh content of the games that we already knew were coming was the key to this show. The fact that they were showing 10 minute and 12 minute gameplay trailers um, of actual gameplay of, of, of is what sold this show. And then, of course, the surprises. Right. You like like this lies of P. I didn't even know this thing existed. And then someone says, oh, yeah, it got announced in May 2021. And I'm like, I don't remember what happened last week. Like, what the hell am I supposed to remember from May 2021? I don't remember this. So it was all new to me. So I'm like, where did this come from? So anyways, the show itself, absolutely magnificent. Um, The, the games that I'm looking forward to, uh, I actually, the thing is what I expected, not this level. Okay, the level of polish and the level of quality that the show put together, it just shows that Jeff is honing his art. Okay, he's getting better at this. 
I think that the end of the year is going to be even better. It's very easy to criticize Pete. Look at this fatality for the love of Christ. <laughs> like, I'm sitting here trying to talk, and Malena's eating a guy's intestines. How am I supposed to concentrate on this? Uh, anyways, jeez. Anyways, uh, here's the thing. You know, it's very easy to criticize when people are starting out, and they're like, and they're not, you know what I mean? They haven't hit their stride, right? And look at what Jeff's doing now. He started getting better, started getting, you know, everybody's like, oh, he's a Sony stand, this and that, blah, blah, blah. And it's, you know, it was kind of true. But, like, you know, he was trying to latch on to what was hot, right, at the time. Let's face it, Sony was completely dominating the scene when he was when he was starting out this show, right? And I see, I get it. I get what he's trying to do. But then he started to get better, and he's listening to feedback, and he got better and got better and got better. And now he's getting more money. He's getting more funding. I would love to be I would love to be part of the funding team for that for the for his shows. They're fantastic. So anyways, the thing is, now look at him. Now this guy's hitting his stride. Okay? It's like Spielberg after his first three movies, then when he hit his stride, like his fourth movie, that's when things got hot. And then the 80s was dominated by Spielberg. Same thing. That's what what Jeff Keighley's doing. Anyways, to the games. Hogwarts Legacy. I am a huge Dude, Harry Potter it fan. It looks so freaking good. It's crazy. I am a ridiculous Harry Potter fan. I went to go see Harry Potter and the Cursed Child on Broadway uh, about oh, six nice, weeks dude. ago. Yeah, nice. oh, it was fantastic. Uh, so, yeah, I'm a huge Harry Potter fan. That was always a day one. Now, here's the interesting thing, though. I am buying it on Xbox because my wife, she doesn't have a PlayStation, right? Uh, so I got to buy it on Xbox anyway because we game share together. So she's getting that. Uh, we're, I'm getting that on Xbox. But I'm also, I hate to say it, but I'm going to be double dipping on PlayStation because... All those extra features that they that they baked into that DualSense Five or whatever, I thought was awesome. And if anybody's played uh, Astro's Playroom or oh, if they dude. played, Her- I or Horizon that game, for- dude. Yep. And if you played Horizon Forbidden West, my yes. game of the year so far, closely followed by Elden Ring. Um, the thing is, it, it does add a lot to the game. And it's so it adds so much more fun, like with that controller and all the cool things it does, and the sound and the 3D audio and all the little the little the feelings and stuff that happen in the game, and all the things that they advertised that they're going to be doing with the DualSense Five controller for Hogwarts is going to make me buy a PlayStation. So I'm going to get it on PlayStation as well. So I'm getting it for both systems. So there's that Gotham Knights. What a redemption story! It just kind of looked like a like a. What what was that crappy Left for Dead clone that came out last year? Back for Blood. Yeah. I thought Bad for I thought Back for Blood was absolute trash. I played you that for what? like I, one I, day I, and I, I dropped it. I couldn't get into it. There was a lot of Ugh. stuff I didn't like about it. I, I, I honestly it. just wanted Left for Dead. Really, that's a, yeah. That, that's really what I wanted. Yeah, exactly. So what what I, the, the reason why I brought that up is because to me, the over the last year or so, Gotham Knights looked like a Back for Blood version of. You know the uh, the Arkham series. It wasn't going to be as good as the Arkham series. It, it was going to showed be just... really well yet uh, yesterday, bro. Well, that's the thing, and that's where once again, when, you know what? It takes a big man to to, to say that he's wrong. <laughs> I was wrong. This game looks so much better now, yeah. and I'm pl- and I'm like, okay, you just jumped up the charts. So Gotham Knights looked incredible. Oh, and by the way, to uh, Ab- Abacab72 in the chat, he said something funny. He goes, is Gotham Knights the game about the owls? No, it's about superheroes. Anyways, um, high on life. Yeah, he, but he, but he's talking about the uh, I know, I was just messing with owls. Yeah, I know, yeah, I was just is. messing with him. That was a Baduchin kind of thing. Uh, <laughs> here's the thing. High on life. You guys, you knew that this was my, this was... This was the hotness when they showed this. Games, dude. Uh, what was it at the Xbox showcase? We watched the F bombs. 
Oh my god, the yeah, game looks absolutely fantastic, and and it just showed even better. So I was excited for that. Uh, Pentiment, obviously, you know, game of the year. The mag is going to be <laughs> streaming that game live. I'm going to be streaming it live when it comes out, unfortunately, but I'm going to be doing it. I think it's going to be so funny, and, and I'm like I said, I'm doing all the voices. Uh, so there's that. Uh, Callisto Protocol. What can you say? I mean, dude, basically, that, if you are a horror on. fan, oh my god, dude, that game that, looks so good. God, it looks so good. I can't wait to play that. That is that is right up there, top three uh, anticipated games of this year. Uh, and then, of course, we've got Sonic Frontiers. Just yes. for my dear friend Everborn, yes. let me tell you something. Yes. that game looks so fun. It looks so Talk good. Dude, when he's it's, running on the streets, it looked real, bro. Oh, it My looks fantastic. <laughs> and you see, you see what it is. This is something that we all have to do. I understand we do talk shows. I understand we do, uh, you know, we do these podcasts and everything else. But we've got when we see something, yeah, I, I understand it's the responsibility of the developers and of course the companies and the publishers when they release trailers, release good ones. You know what I mean? If you can't well, do it on don't time, give it to IGN. <laughs> yeah, well, yeah, don't give it to IGN and their, and their yeah. crappy uh, uh, playback. But anyway, the thing is, get, you know, make it well. Because a lot of people are smack-talking this game too, right? And and a lot of these other games. And I'm just like, well, look at now. Now they look, look completely different. And I'm just like, this is mind-blowing. It's almost like I looked at alpha footage the last time I saw the game. And now I'm seeing the finished product. The fact that it's coming out in November... So excited. I showed my kids. My kids are so pumped. They're actually what about so Dead Island 2. A oh, game that's been in development boom. for nine years. <laughs> that was the next one. Uh, so now we've got that. I was looking for it with that gut wrenching, by the way. You remember that trailer they showed back in 2014? Yeah. That gut wrenching trailer. Yeah, yeah, yeah. And then yeah. they showed the wife and the husband and the child in the hotel room. And then there was that whole thing, and then she dies, and he dies, and then the and oh my god, I don't even want to get into it because I it, it was yeah, they, so they hard. Emotional trailer. They had a very what? emotional trailer. Jesus, I, I was like that. almost, I was like, I was disturbed by that trailer. It really, really like hurt me. So I was just, but anyway, that game is coming. Oh my god, so excited for that because Dead Island One. I played that. I played Riptide. You guys remember that one? Uh, came out just after it. Yeah, yeah. Loved it, and that's yeah. what got me into Dying Light. I don't. I haven't played Dying Light too because I'm still. I'm still R slowly Riptide dying was, on that it, hill. Suspiciously, uh, no one really played that game. I, I quite enjoyed Riptide. Riptide was fantastic. So, yeah. uh, so uh, you know, Dead Island Two looks great. I'm excited for that. Last but not least, but anyways, yeah. Sorry, the Sonic Frontiers thing. They really cleaned it up, and they really showed a lot more of what this game's going to be all about. The fact that it's coming out in November, even better. This is fantastic. Last thing, and I'll pass the mic, is Lies of P. What the hell can I say? This was the punch to the stomach I didn't see coming. This was the sucker punch when I'm looking one way and dudes coming on the other way and just and right in the jaw. And I didn't see this coming. I didn't even know it existed. And I, I took a look at it. Now, the interesting thing I, I saw, first of all, for a company that I never even heard of, graphics look great. This looks like a triple A quality. It does. It, it does. You know what I'm saying? It, it's a small team, too, which is bonkers. Yeah. But hey, you know what, though? So was Ninja Theory. And look it's what they put out. It's you true. know what I'm saying? It's look true. what they put yeah. out with uh, what's it called, the uh, um, Senua Saga there, or Senua Sacrifice. Sorry, and uh, the, the, look at that. So now, first of all, it looks fantastic. Now the other thing is, what I watched that uh, the gameplay trailer twice. Um, 
you're Pinocchio, if I'm not mistaken, right? Yeah, Is that yes. why it's called P? Okay, so uh, where's Geppetto? I didn't see Geppetto in there. He's in I there. Thought, He's in there. I was he there? Is I, the guy with the with the uh, the with derby the, cap with the with, with oh the, with the that was Geppetto? Yeah, I think. I'm okay, pretty sure. I'm because I saw sure. the oh. I saw the lady who looked like she had like that sea foam on her face, like a Pirates of the Caribbean. Yeah. She had those bubbles on the side of her head. Um, I saw her in the whatever. Anyway, so who, who's is, Jiminy Cricket in that in that scenario? Oh, right? I, we're, I, gonna I, to, we're gonna have to figure all this out. This is gonna be interesting. Gonna, he's gonna be a horrible boss. Watch, like mutated <laughs> with like six heads. Uh, now, here's the thing: what I saw from the trailer. Now, I mean, it's just the trailer. I mean, the gameplay trailer, the the, the, the game slice, whatever. Right? Is that it? Seems like it's not so convoluted like Elden Ring. I know it's gonna bother some people that I say that, but like, come on, guys, don't lie to yourself. When you play Elden Ring, and all of a sudden it's like, oh, here's the Silver Stone of Destiny, and you're like, all right, so what fingers. do I do with it? Don't yeah, the yeah, and the fingers. And all, you go to the you go to the pause menu, and it doesn't even tell you what it does. And let me tell you something: I don't care what anybody says. Elden Ring was the most googled game on earth, not because it was popular, it's because it was the most piss poor uh, ex- user experience. Because, because it, number yeah, one question is, don't tell you how anything. the hell do I use this finger again? That's the number Thank one you. question. Whoa, whoa, pause, pause, pause. <laughs> So Dude, here's where did the you thing. stick that finger is what I want to know. Well, <laughs> Jesus, boom. <laughs> Big pause. Yeah, wow. Hey. Sounds like a setup so, for another Manscaped. No kidding, right? Uh, if you want this thing, finger to look good and yeah, not exactly. it, you just use Manscaped. <laughs> hey, no, no, Mag. Elden Ring is still currently my game of the year. Mine but too. you are, Mine you are right. I, it, like that I said, does it's, not negate uh, the fact that it was esoteric as all hell. Exactly. And like I said, it was the most Googled game on earth because no one knew what the hell to do with anything. It was so ridiculous. And I'm like, it's okay that you're not holding our hands as to where to go and stuff like that. But you, if you give me an object and I don't know where the hell, what the hell to do with it, and it doesn't even tell you in the chat, but some guy online is like, oh, well, you take the silver stone and then you do this and you do this. And you bring it to the old lady. The old lady puts it in a pot. She boils it in a stew and then you drink the stew and all of a sudden you have like invincibility. By I'm the like, way, how did you know lady- that? That old lady is not marked on your map, nor exactly. Other, well, and I'm like, there was an update that added NPCs on the map, but think about that for yeah, months. Ex- any NPC exactly that is not marked exactly. And I'm like, how do people even know this stuff? Anyways, the point is, this looks like a straight, well, pretty straightforward, um, difficult souls like action game. Yes, where it didn't it didn't have that. Like I said, I watched it twice to make sure I didn't miss anything, but it didn't look like it had that vibe of I don't know what the hell I'm doing. You know what it I mean? Had, it just it looked like it, it, it had a, a devil yeah. may cry kind of a vibe to it. It had like it was like a, it was like a, someone said that because actually, um, uh, yeah, it, it, it sort of has that sort of that vibe to it without all the the combo stuff and everything else. That was the last thing I was going to say. Sorry. And then I'll pass the mic. Is that forspoken forspoken? I know a lot of people clowned on that. I don't think a lot of people are clowning on it anymore. It looks really no, it looks great. Um, looks it good. looks really yeah. good. So I'm yeah, excited for that too. Like I said, my my uh, my game share partner is buying that for me. So it's it's no money out of my pocket, but I'm excited for it and interesting. Anyways, the last thing is that the Gamescom was a fantastic show. I was, was proven wrong, and I can't believe that I was proven wrong. But uh, anyways, I, I'm in about 10 minutes. I got to bail because I got to do my phone calls. Yeah. Uh, so I just wanted to say goodbye to everybody, and I'll see you guys all next week. But I'm still going to hang around for a bit. So yeah. anyways... Yeah, no, Dutch had to uh, the bounce out, ladies and gentlemen, because unfortunately he has a, a wicked migraine. I'm surprised he was able to last as long as he did. You were doing, Mag. Sorry. Yeah, yeah, potentially, <laughs> potentially. Uh, okay, Asante, come on. Let, let's talk about it. Gamescom. Okay. We were having a great conversation, but I want you to talk yeah. to, the, uh, to the 500 people that are still here. 
what's 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 your game in the show? What what hit for you? What so I, I think you? we can all we can all agree that the that the thing that Gamescom brought us, the information that we didn't know, that we now know, that will change our lives for the better. The information that no one seems to want to talk about. The biggest news out of this was that Koji and his buddy Jeff are making a podcast. Yes. That's right. How are they going to do that in two as different languages, by the way? Wednesdays, we're <laughs> okay, Asante, did they say how they're going to do it? Because, I mean, no, he speaks only worried. Japanese, no? They're going to do a live translator, too, yeah. And, and they're going to have I Jeff do the updates. You know, <laughs> okay, that's gonna be interesting I, to see. I like thought it was a very interesting announcement. I'm like, hmm, I, I will subscribe. I want to check out what what Mr. Mr. Kojima has to say. But yes, uh, jokes aside, let's talk about the, the show itself. I agree with everybody that this was like one of the better shows that he's done. Although maybe you can call me shady. I'll caveat by saying that in the past, most folks expect magic from E3. Most folks expect magic from the end of the year Keeley show. So when it doesn't meet that threshold, y'all get mad. Gamescom, you usually expect nothing. So you come into Gamescom with very low expectations and because of that, they blew you away this time. Because usually yeah. they don't have all the whiz bang. And this time they dropped just enough whiz bang in there in addition to everything you've already seen and that blew you away. Now, the question you have to ask yourself is if this was the Game Awards, would you feel the same way? I, I would. Honestly, so so you wouldn't be like, where is uh, avowed? Where is this? Where is I, there was again? I I think what we have going for us is the fact mm. that none of us realized that there were this many games, yes. new games that we didn't yes. know about yes. that are yep. coming all in this year. It's time to stop doing the regurgitation shows. If you yeah, got a show, show yeah. us something. Show us some new all stuff. this regurgitation stuff makes it become very like people stop caring. That's why Mag, I completely understand why you, he was like, hey. I don't even think I was going to show watch it. You know, uh, uh, a couple yeah. hours ago they, they did the Future Games show. There was some interesting indies announced there. I barely paid attention because usually the Future Games show was kind of uh, right. Yeah, they're changing that perception, which I think is awesome because I love. I want more. Like I want there to be a twenty-four hour dedicated news channel. That's why I was such an IGN stand at the beginning. A place where I can go and all I get is news about yeah. games all the time. Of course. So this is this that was, was what a magazine was for back in exactly the day. back in the day exactly yeah. you know that's what we used to subscribe to the magazines for so but let, let's not go too far you know a lot of great points have been brought up I will give you guys a few of mine and I know Mag has already pointed a bunch of them out what you didn't mention Mag that I will point out yes. the trailer was CG which was great but I don't put too much stock in CG trailers and then they did the magic which i love which at the end you go wow that was a good trailer and then they hit you with gameplay and man atlas fallen As is next level next level like rip your hair out oh boy this is what i came to see atlas fallen that's the first one okay of course we've talked about lies of p what i will say about lies of p even down to its ui elements it's like they went and hired some FromSoft people. Oh, 100%, dude. It's, like, it's very, very, it's almost like they made this game. It'll be interesting to see how it plays. Because I do find, again, to Mag's point, it is interesting that it seems like they've, they've inherited all of FromSoft's style, but kind of left the obtuseness from it, which is kind of interesting. Hopefully that'll bring me, uh, you know, I put, I put like almost 50 hours into, into, uh, into Elden Ring and didn't beat it. Hopefully Lies of P pull, pulls me through the rest because... As everybody else has said, I don't want to have to Google what to do with the finger. Pause. 
I don't want to do that. I'm sorry. Uh, high on life. I've said it before. Dude. Uh, people are so stunned, so surprised. This is, a, this is their third game. Yeah, a lot of people don't know this that. I, third I'm, game. I'm playing through the game that you told me that was originally mm-hmm. on VR, and it's yeah. freaking hilarious. hilarious. Yeah. You know, they they are kings of you take goofiest, hila- you know, your 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 wonderful Pixar, almost Disney-esque character, and he opens his mouth, and the stuff that comes out of his mouth, the blue nature of the words that come, you're just like, yo, turn this volume down. Kids can't yeah. be here right now. It is amazing. Like. Amazing, and it looks like High on Life is taking that idea and putting a lot more money on the screen. I'm a hundred percent there. Hey, for it. somebody in the chat said earlier, mm-hmm. uh, Squanch Games are the perfect mm-hmm. people to bring back Conquer. I do, a thousand yes, percent, dude. Oh, yes. Yes. interesting. I never thought I'm of that. I'm there for you. Yep, indeed, indeed. I'll give you that a hundred percent. They I, have I the sensibility for it, it, but it came from the chat. Uh, yes, sir. I would like to shout you out, but just you are absolutely right. Whoever said that, absolutely, <laughs> yes. absolutely. Uh, also. I wasn't. I'm not huge on Hogwarts. You know, I, I, I aged out of it a little bit. I know that at some point I'm going to have to read it for my kids. I've watched all the movies. I enjoy it. I've been to Disney. I've hung out in the in, in the train in Diagon Alley and all of that. I've been there. It's cool, but I wasn't too enthused. Like, oh my god, this game! Until this trailer, and and you'll start to notice that about me. There are a lot of trailers that I was just like, eh, it's okay. Until this version, and now yeah. I'm just like, yo. I'm actually here for it. Let's yeah. do this. I'm I'm excited to, to, to jump yet, into Hogwarts. Believe it or not. I'm not. Watch it in 4K. It is very detailed. They Johnny. spent so By much way, time it, in it, that it game. Was, it was Rain that made that suggestion, so I just wanted to give credit. Ah, yeah, nice. yeah, shout out to Rain. That's right. yeah, shout out to Rain for that. You know what? You know right. what? Here's, here's a game that nobody mentioned. It's mm-hmm. only on PC for now. Mm-hmm. Where the wind? Where winds? I was just about to say. Oh that. my God! Yes. Yes, Chinese developer. Like yes. they're all like coming out now. They're they're really they're really being like, oh, y'all want to see what we can do? You thought Black Myth Wukong was was a, was a was a, a, a surprise? Yes, 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 it yes. is. Yeah. Now they're really starting to show it. You know. So yes, and and last two, I'll give you two. I'll give you two dark horses, right? And one is stunning surprise for me, and the other one I'm just like, yeah. First thing, I clowned it. I didn't. I, I thought it was ridiculous. I wasn't convinced, but this last one made me go, "Okay, I'm convinced now." Freaking Forspoken. Yes, baby. I'm there. Cause Forspoken, this this last trailer, this last ten minutes, I think it was, gives me strong uh, 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 for, Forbidden West vibes. Full yeah. sprawling RPG adventure parkour everywhere still don't like some of the design elements still think it's a little bit floaty her powers don't kind of gel like i still have issues with some of the presentation of it but after seeing what they had to show this time around i'm, I'm there for it so i'm not saying oh it's amazing but i i will i will pay attention this now. Is and lastly I'm still, I'm still not there on it okay and lastly my last dark horse dead island 2 yeah, yeah, it's a good. You know, one, obviously dude. they okay. said they, they, you know, we think it's been in development for years. They said they basically the, the developer that's taking it on now started fully and uh, developing it, you know, in the latest iteration in 2018. So you know, we've been waiting for a while, but it looks like they took what was there already and they added a new twinge to it. You know, and, and they made and and I appreciate the presentation. They had my man uh, Lenny Kravitz over there, <laughs> so I was like. That looks kind of cool. I, I enjoyed the aesthetic 
you know, and the whole L.A., dirty, grungy L.A. thing they had going. I thought that was cool. And I will give up the mic, but I, I was going to save it for the show, for, for the Gaming Circle podcast, but I will, I will, I will do it now. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Sonic looked all right. It's fine. <laughs> oh, I my God. I... It looked great. Oh, oh. I'm, I'm being dirty. I'm being shady. I actually look, I think it looked pretty good. I don't like some of the original levels that they showed because it's like the, the character of Sonic is almost too cartoony in that realistic world. But as the different biomes they were showing, it started to blend better. And then I so, kind of got so, what they were doing. Uh, let me for. say this, uh, um, which is what I said to you um, <laughs> went offline, which is they, it looks as though they're taking what worked about Sonic Generations, the last good 3D Sonic game, which was a decade ago. Uh, mm. And as I say, you get one mm. good Sonic game every decade, so we're mm. two. Uh, but um, in Sonic Generations, you got the Sonic Adventure style levels, and then yep. you got the old, traditional style side-scrolling levels. What mm. it looks like is on the island, the cyberspace levels will be the Sonic Adventure style, like mm. you saw on the highway, and then the, the side-scrolling levels, and adding to that, one, yeah. the island is an open-world version. So you'll mm. basically have three version, three areas for for each bio. And Did you see some folks world. complaining that the, the art style, the, the direction of the design of the same, which I'm like, y'all haven't played Sonic before, have you? They like no, recreating their levels yeah. in newer worlds, you know? Exactly. So it was that. I'm like, that's the point. Yes! <laughs> Negro! I, I will I will end my, my part. I'll pass the mic off, but I, I, I want to mention two bits of shadiness. Just two. Because, God, come on now. We cannot end a, a, a conversation about a Keeley show without pointing out some things that were really, really weird. One, what was with the car ad with the freaking uh, Pikachu? That was a little messed up. I'm just, I'm just saying. And two, and two, this is more for Microsoft than for anybody else. They really, really, really had to go and, and, and once again bring up the fact that they're, they're, they're supporting and promoting uh, Crossfire X. I'm just saying. They had, yeah, they had to uh, remind us. Of the of the of the trash fire that is Crossfire Trash Fire X. There you go. Trash Fire X. Exactly. That's all that was to it. That's it. <laughs> yeah. No. I know. Good. Good. Good stuff. Listen, Crispy. Let's get let's get your 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 top games. What stood out for you? What 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 jumped off the page? And in your opinion, has this been the best show of the year so far? Um, it's completely on par as far as shows for at least the showcase for Xbox. Um, I'm also one of those people that gave it a ridiculous score. So, you know, like for this show, it was a, it was a little too dragged on, um, you know, about a half an hour over what, you know, the Xbox show was, um, Keely did it right. I mean, he kind of. He almost took the Game Awards formula, which everybody said was pretty good. And, you know, he just kept pumping out games. And that's what we want. I mean, I think we all can agree on that. So, you know, the, the games are there. There's, like, very little talking. Um, new IP, stuff we haven't seen. That's what we want. Um, at the same time, are we going to get that all the time? I mean, let's have some expectations, people. You know, what I mean, like half of this stuff was CG, by the way, just telling you. So, you know, if you want CG or you want gameplay, you figure that out in your own brain. OK, I want gameplay. 
So that's why I gave it an eight, not a nine, like I gave the, the Xbox show, because I saw a ton of gameplay from the Xbox show. That being said, um, Kesante already stole my number one was Atlas Fawn. Um, and that's a CG trailer, but they did throw a little gameplay in the back, on the back end of it. And anybody, did, yeah. anybody see that dude with the Ivy sword? Oh yeah. Like that's that. what put it. That's what put it over the edge for me. Crispy. When they dude, put that little bit of gameplay at the end, I was like, now dude, you show me. What I, I'll tell you right Amazing. now, I will yeah. smoke people with Ivy and soul caliber. <laughs> so for him to have an Ivy sword, I'm like, yo. And, and then you saw it go through the freaking the sand, freaking I'd say wolf or whatever, go right through him, and it's just freaking it just extended. I was like, yeah, that's my jam. Yep. I hope it's exactly like that. Um, a lot of people, you 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 got to realize, I am a dying light fan. They gave me a reason to buy it, cause bloody ties. I'm gonna tell you right now, one thing I do not underestimate. Is Techland with yep. their DLC. And I'm going to tell you right now, this is going to be no holds bar mayhem. And yeah. you have literally gotten me, you know, they gave a little, you know, I purchased it for $40 and I get the DLC. I'm down for that, Techland. You better do something like that. Don't be a Sony, as we like to call it. Um, <laughs> but they have a know, good other, track record, you know, Techland. They do, they they do have, have a very good track, good track record. They're very yeah. consumer friendly. Oh yeah, no, they're absolutely. still supporting yeah, Dying Light One. Yeah, oh, they, yes, they, they are. <laughs> I, I usually uh, equate uh, uh, Techland to the cyberpunk developers. Uh, they're, they're, mm-hmm. they're community CDPR. first. Yes, yes, CD Projekt Red. Yeah, well, CD Projekt well. Red is still. I mean, <laughs> I mean, no, no, no. The, the, the game launched raw, but they be, they give you free DLC. Yeah, you know, what I mean, they've done that with The Witcher, everything else. So. Give them credit where credit's due. They give you free DLC. And, and, and that's where I get PlayStation. Like some of their games, they can come out and they give you DLC and you got nothing for it. And then others, it's a remaster that doesn't really look like a remaster and all that. And they charge you $70. You don't know what you're getting from them. But I know Techland and I know they, you know, it's probably going to be $40. They'll give you the full game and probably the DLC. So 20 and 20, that's the way I look at it. I'm down for that. The game has no issues from what i hear at this point so that definitely piqued my interest it's like a freaking like you know like even that killer clowns i was i was laughing about that killer I, clowns I, is funny cause I, I, was just, I just i got flashbacks because my parents yeah. made me watch that and i hate clowns i hate evil clowns i hate it <laughs> by the way i hate it all um you know, and then you go look at High in Life, and then they started dropping f bombs, and I'm like, dude, this is like a Pixar movie with f bombs. I freaking love it's it. It's crazy. You know what I mean? And I'm like, I'm like, okay, I'm down with like is freaking it just weird weapons. The visual fidelity on High on Life. It's it's is it bonkers is it, good. Does it remind bonkers you of good. that, or am I? Am well, I it's not. It's not up to Ratchet and Clank level, the the latest Ratchet and Clank level, but they are going for that art style. So, in other words, you're not seeing ray trace reflections bouncing off of all right, these that's... peripherals and all of that, which what which is what the last outing of Ratchet and Clank set the bar that they set. But as far as art style and visuals and what they're calling for, yeah, they're definitely calling. Even their old games are like that. They want they want Pixar characters, beautiful Pixar characters that open their mouth and swear bloody murder, and that's what they're going for. Yeah. Yep. Now I will say I'm going to disagree. Lies of P, not really for me. Okay. Uh, I mean, well, I I'm you. kind of a poet, I and I didn't even know it. Um, <laughs> Gotham Knights, definitely for me. I yep. think you know, like I'm going to be Red Hood, and I'm going to be smashing. All like, dude, they they showed so many villains. 
And some of them you haven't seen in years or seen at all in games, which I like about that. Um, and they're coming out a little bit, what is it, like a week earlier or something like that? A little bit earlier than what they said? So I, I thought they so. said November, and now they're doing October 21st. So I'm, I'm intrigued, and you know that, hey, I got Game Pass. Why not buy a game once in a while? There you go. Because yep. I need I need a little, I haven't had some Arkham in a while, and I, I know they're going to go for that combat style so that would be awesome with a with three other people i mean come on you know me with that so yeah. that would be awesome and then uh, you know i mean you go and say dead island too i mean problem is I, I don't know if they can mess with dying light it looks like they're trying to but there's no parkour um i don't know it's you know it's one of those things i want to see some people that are you know dead island fans play it and then maybe i'll i'll make a decision on that but I mean, it, it was a good show, but I mean, we saw gameplay, but stuff was so far apart at times, like especially gameplay wise. I'm just like, okay, and it's it's like two hours plus. I mean, it, it's horrible. Why do you guys start the stream for you know two hours before the actual start? I mean, it's it's kind of ridiculous. Okay, yeah, like, I, you know, they, you're they, confusing they people. Like, yeah. don't do that. Don't do that because not everybody's like us. Like, we already know. You know what I'm saying? But like, I, I went and watched it after I didn't watch it live. And I'm like, dude, like, why is this still here? Why would you even do this? Like, literally, like, I, I don't know. It was, it was one of the sites that did it. Cause like, you know, Jeff Keeley's one was down or something. I don't know. So I go and watch it and it's, it's literally, I had to scroll ahead two and a half hours. Yeah. You know what I'm saying? And I'm like, I'm like, dude, why, why even do that? Like what I get it. You're trying to get clicks, but like, you're, you're pissing people off at the same time. Like, you know, there's a give and take here. So, you know, just it's one of those things like, Jeff, you're doing a good job. And I'm sure like, you know, being in Microsoft theater for the game awards this year, you're probably going to be all about Microsoft, especially now that your buddy Kojima is uh, working with Microsoft. But until then, we'll see. I don't know. Sony, you had zero presence, by the way. You just went with the third party. Um, you know, that that. Oh, PlayStation Edge controller that's four years in the making from the Xbox Elite. Good on you, buddy. Do better. No, no, good. I mean, listen, good stuff. And Everborn Saga, let, let, you have a lot to say about this, and then we'll get everyone out of here. But before we get to you, let me just thank two people who dropped bomb super chats. First of all, Risk It for, for the Biscuit drops an outstanding uh, $8 super chat. Our brother from down under, he says, best CG since 2016. Jeff needs to run his shows like a business. Oh, no, uh, since 2016, Jeff needs to run his shows like a business. If not, if it's not making money, it doesn't exist. He held us down during COVID, cut him in some slack. And I, I mean, listen, his his his, his uh, COVID uh, um, stream, I thought was brilliant. Um, and uh, in Eternal Shaddai drops an outstanding, wow, $20 super chat. It says, good evening, everyone on the panel and the chat. In my opinion about the show and the games, Jeff did an amazing job with the show. The games now, you can, you can tell the studios have upped the quality. Where wins meet uh, Wukong Black Myth. Yeah, I mean, just to incredible games that are going to really take over and and there are well again where wins meet is pc for now i have a feeling that's going to come to um xbox and 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 playstation for sure and wukong has already been uh announced for multiple platforms but everborn 
What's your game of the show, brother? What 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 stood uh, okay. out for you? Were okay. you expecting were you expecting the show to be this good? Okay, firstly, I don't think I have to answer what I think is game of the well, show. Well, it's not Sonic because you, you hate know. Sonic. <laughs> <laughs> but um something I'm surprised just I, I the the game of the show is Sonic. So we'll I'm just gonna leave that out because that's obvious and it's not entertaining at this point. Uh we've set our piece on it. Uh, but I'm surprised none of you guys mentioned Callisto Protocol. I as mean, your, as your game of the show, it's my my not mine. There is was honest. so much, yeah. It was and a that's lot, yeah. why I think that's why there's so much there, right? So um, I think Gotham Knights took a huge level up. I think we're discounting the fact that they told you you could play um, Midnight Fight Express right now. Right? Don't you love when they do that at shows? I right? think Midnight Fight Express is getting shafted because people are still continuing to talk about Gamescom when that game deserves far more attention. No, but I'm right seeing now. everybody share it on the timeline today. A lot of people talking about it. So, so, but then uh, for me, I am going to go with uh, Doom, the MMO. I know it was only CG. I know it was only CG. Yeah, yeah. I see the face. Yeah. Wow, I, I need to see Mister. I need to see slow mo backslap in here. No, no, no. You no, are no. gonna I go for I Dune. I I'm not a Dune hater. I'm a Dune movie hater. There's a difference. <laughs> okay. Um, uh-huh. but I, you know, uh, the trailer looked very good. The character model looked good. We'll see what the game turns out to be. But uh, like, um, the way yeah, the, the MMO ness of it. The MMO ness of it lost lost some for me, but the trailer me itself too. was yeah, fantastic. I when I, I heard it was an MMO, I, it lost its luster for me a bit. Yeah, I mean, I, I, I maybe, but we'll see what that mm. what that turns out to be because it looks like your your. I mean, what the trailer focused on what was Paul Atreides, right? Like, and yeah. how can you be? Everybody can't be Paul, so do you get yeah. to be Paul, or do you are you some other character? I don't know. I hope if there's a good campaign element, I'm excited. But like Callisto Protocol, we got that long gameplay clip of it. I think I think a lot of people are starting to see what they're trying to do with Gotham Knights. Um, we already talked about Atlas Fallen. We got gameplay at the end of it. Um, I hope Lords of the Fallen will be good. Uh, Benedict oh, Fox. Hold on, hold on, hold on. I, I don't I don't mean to cut you, Everborn. I'm sorry. While you're bringing up all of these games, there's one that none of us have talked about. And we all on this panel seem to be Mass Effect fans, are we not? Yes. Okay. I just saw, I see King Webb in the chat. Thank you, King Webb. Scars above. Did you guys Holy see this? Christ. Yes. It is literally the next iteration of Mass Effect. You're in your, you're in your ship. You're going to different planets. You're shooting. It looked very cool. You I all didn't see that? that? I think I missed that trailer. I don't you should check it out. Scars above. Yes, I'm sorry. Please continue. But yes, yeah, I yeah. completely I, I forgot about that. So much, so much going so, on. on so that show. in terms of uh, new reveals, you know, you you have it right in um, you know Atlas Fallen and and all, and all those other things. In terms of games you can play right now. In terms of um, AAA games that now look better in our eyes. In terms of finally revealing gameplay on things that we really wanted to see. I just think it was a win all around. And I think Jeff Keighley shows they get better and better uh, every time. I, agree. I do think he's taking the feedback 
that that we're giving him. And I'm sorry, I thought the pacing was good as well. There was little mm -hmm. tiny moments in between. You got to stop for a commercial, but it was like game after game after game after game. We're gonna talk for two minutes and then some more games after game. So again, like I I, I don't see how you know you could be mad at it. And honestly, the only people that I really see that are calling it mid are the people that are upset because their favorite publisher didn't show up. But I mean, they did give him a controller. What is it called? The PlayStation Elite controller? Edge. No, it's Edge. edge. <laughs> I see what you did there, man. Stop. They can't, they can't <laughs> do it. It's a PlayStation they Edge. They can't do Elite anymore. They're, they're, that's done. But I mean, did they have to start it with an E? Did they have to use a word that starts with of E? Of course they did. It's just... <laughs> It's right. a little dig. So, Apparently, you so, can remove the, uh, the the sticks, which is bullshit. I bet you can. Did, did you see? Did you see that as soon as they announced that, Stein retweeted the and here you go, the greatest controller ever made, the Elite Two, like from 2018. <laughs> he quote tweeted that as so, soon as they released. I was and, like, ooh, that's some shady so stuff right I, there. I think because there weren't, uh, you know, game because certain publishers didn't show up. That's why you're mm -hmm. hearing it was mid. But yeah. you had everything that people were asking for. People asked for gameplay. You got gameplay. People asked for new reveals. You got new reveals. People yep. asked for games that you could play right now. You got that. People asked for dates. You got that. So, again, where is the disconnect unless you actually don't like games? Yes. And you just like to complain. Yeah. No, Somebody make stuff. it make sense to me. But I, don't, I, 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 was, I was very happy with the show. And I saw a lot of stuff uh, that I want to play and new things that I'm surprised about. So I'm excited. And then don't forget, uh, Flintlock was there too. Yes. You know what I'm wow, saying? That's so another big games, one for next year. And, it's, like, it's... and there's so many big name games that you don't even know. Like they're, they're slipping. Flintlock they're is slipping. Game Pass too. Yeah. And again, like all, all these things. Somebody says Outlast Trials as well. So it's 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 really like this is this is what I need from some from these shows, right? Going forward, like I this is the level it, it should be at, and I don't think that uh, any. Uh, I mean, maybe you know after ABK, uh, Microsoft will be able to do a show that that like has this many heavy hitter titles. But anybody saying there's no titles there for you, I don't know what show you saw, because mm -hmm. in every genre uh there there was something uh big there right so um i don't know man i love the show i gave it an eight out of ten and i will not be taking any further questions <laughs> <laughs> well listen ladies and gentlemen we're two hours ten minutes into this week's new episode of primetime gaming i want to say thank you to the near 600 people that tuned in live on the air big shout out to all the super chats that continue to come in uh, like I said in many shows, those allow for us to do the big giveaways, and we have three more. The next three are going to total over $2,000, ladies and gentlemen. One in September, one in November, and the big one, 1K giveaway in December. Uh, and, and, and that's possible through channel membership, uh, through Super Chats. Through tipping, if you if you watch a video after, like there's a there's a new way that if you want to help the channel and you want to drop a tip, you can do that uh, uh, on when the videos go live on on demand. 
But let's get to the outros. Obviously, middle-aged game guy had to go because he has to go to work. Wandering Dutch had a monster migraine, and thank I'm glad he was there at least for the first half. Let's get to the outros. We'll start first with Kayasante. Sell your brand, brother. Tell everyone. Well, they can reach out to you on social media, but more importantly, tune in to your Saturday morning show with the slanderous one ever born saga. Yes, sir. Yes, sir. So, yes, thank you guys so much for being here. You know, so many people in the chat, uh, you know, and, and of course, it's been a while since the, the whole crew, by, by and large, has been together. So, you know, I hope we get to do this more. You know, life happens and we haven't been able to get the whole crew to back together. It's always good to be able to do that. And I see you. St- I, I don't know if he's still in there. I see Tempest Sun in there. I miss you, man. Ho- hopefully you, you can come back in here and have some chats with us as well. But TKO, Asante, Xbox, PlayStation, all the places you want to chat with me. You follow me. I follow you back. I love uh, communicating and chatting with the community. Uh Yes, we're doing the Gaming Circle podcast this weekend. We'll be, you know, as we have been, you know, talking about about uh, what we've seen in the synopsis of, of Gamescom and all that. I'm going to put a different spin on things. I have some questions I want answered. So we'll get into that this weekend as with, of course, the aforementioned Mr. Everborn Saga. If you haven't checked it out these days, since Everborn is doing is doing a bit of development, he's been also sharing some of that stuff stuff with us on the show as well which i always appreciate so you know it's really cool if you have a chance to come check us check us out 10 a.m eastern standard uh, um, uh sunday saturday mornings forgive me saturday mornings and we usually try to keep a, a brisk two hours but you know depending on how on where we go we we, we, we sometimes diverge to three and four hours but you know <laughs> we try to keep it a brisk too so we appreciate all you guys for being here and we'll see you guys next week i'm sure well, thank you so much for being here, brother. Can't wait to for your Saturday morning show. It's going to be awesome as always. Crispy Bomb, sell your brand, brother. Tell everyone where they can find you tomorrow night and, more importantly, where they can reach out to you on social media. Gentlemen, always a pleasure. Shout out to the chat. At Crispy Bomb on Twitter, Crispy Bomb 28 Xbox Live. Find me tomorrow night, 8 p.m. on the next podcast. We got Retro Renegades Tuesday night, 7 p.m. And, of course, back here on Primetime Gaming. 7 p.m. Wednesdays. Ah, brother, thank you so much for that. And last but no way least, Everborn Saga. Sell your brand, brother. Where could people reach out to you on social media? But more importantly, check out the work that you're doing with the Everborn Saga. Well, listen, before we get to the Everborn Saga, if you want to support what's going on, I have this amazing Charge Them More t-shirt on EvermoreSaga.com. You can get it right now on sale. It is marked down from the regular price of $69.99, you can buy this t-shirt, charge them more, for $29.99, limited time. Half price. (laughs) And you better get it before we do the remaster slash remake. Um, And you're going to charge them $79.99. And and here's the thing. I'm not joking. You can go to EverbornSaga.com right now now. and get the Charge Them More t-shirt. This is not a joke. So... Uh, Everborn Saga everywhere. We are hard at work on um, the the Everborn Saga game. That well, it's the Redlands Everborn the Redlands game. It's a two D uh, beat 'em up inspired by uh, Streets of Rage Four and nice. uh, Shredder's Revenge. Uh, we're making good progress on that. I, I've usually been trying to share something every day, but I'm waiting for some uh, animations to come in, and I, I'll share that with the community soon. And I promise the, the dev videos are going to come up because I want all of us in the community to start making games. You think you can't do it, but you definitely can. Uh, it is easier than you think these days with these with these engines. And we are also hard at work on Prince of Arcadia Chapter 5, as well as Ariel's Adventure Chapter 2, 
and a new series called The Remnant, which is all on the way. So big things happening. Everborn Saga on your favorite uh, social media network or uh, gaming platform. Everborn Saga everywhere. Check it out. Nice, nice. Well, listen, thank you again for being here, for making this uh, a very successful primetime gaming. Uh, tomorrow at 12 p.m. Eastern Standard Time, there we're going to be dropping the new episode of X Vlog Live, uh, and uh, it's it's going to be it's going to be a lot of fun. I, I'm I'm very much looking forward to sitting down, and of course we also have Breakfast with Boom, uh, which is of course coming uh, Friday morning, 10 a.m. Eastern Standard Time. I mean, like I said, this is I, I'm running the gamblet, uh, the gambit, so to speak. But I'm going to be sitting down tomorrow uh, with Infinite Umbra. Uh, and we're going to be talking about the platformers that could be coming to, of course, Xbox once the ABK deal is done. And we're going to be talking about something that was brought up on uh, this uh, last week's Xbox 2, where Jez Cord, while he was um, drinking the 40 percenter, he made mention of a game that's called Project Lava. And apparently it is a character face fighting game with Crash Bandicoot that's in development. And uh, Toys for Bob has been teasing their new game. This, in fact, could be the, the Smash Brothers type of fighter where m- maybe they started working on it now because they're going to add Xbox characters. Maybe we see, you know, Master Chief. Maybe we see uh senua maybe we see uh you know joanna dark i don't know but it sounds awesome oh we had a super chat just come in from scott gamer dude who drops an outstanding ten dollar super chat thanks scott he says great show boom glad you're all covid free yes thank god uh in a way i discovered you because of covid uh well listen i i'm glad that you discovered us i'm hopefully you don't have covid and that you don't and if you did you're better for it uh but thank you for the generosity scott and thank you so much for being here ladies and gentlemen I'm going to close out the show with something that's important to me. Hopefully one day it'll be important to you. And that's something that my awesome father taught us when we were kids. And he would say, Craig, treat others how you want to be treated. And also, it doesn't cost anything to be nice. You live by those rules, son. I can guarantee you, you're going to have an awesome day. So take care, everyone. And we'll see you next week on the newest episode of Primetime Gaming with Mr. Boomstick and Friends. (laughs) 